And we are live. Two years later, guys, we're still here. Haven't been canceled. Yeah, we're still here somehow. We got an intro for y'all, by the way, guys. It's uh, improved on the older one, but we still got the new one coming in. So let me know what you guys think. This is the improved older version of our intro. So until the new one comes in, until the new one comes in, let me know what y'all think. Peace. Let's go. Mealtime inspiration. It's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. All right. What's up, guys? We're back, man. Hope you guys enjoyed that new and improved intro. We got another one coming in the way that's going to be even better than that one, but that one's going to be what we use for now until the other one comes in because I'm a perfectionist. We got our editor working on it, making it even better. I'll show you guys a small small preview of it last week on Instagram. But, yo, two years fucking later, we're here. <laughs> yo, it's funny because we got some old videos from back in the day <laughs> that no one has ever seen in their life. We're going to play for you on air. And it's funny because back then, it was humble beginnings. We pulled up in different cars. We had different drives. And you know what? We're still here today. Who would have thought we'd be, we'd be at this level? Who yeah. would have thought of that, bro? Seriously, We're man. Here. I mean, you just said that whole sentence without stuttering. That in itself is a huge <laughs> oh, improvement. God, yeah, that was like, incredible. Oh, it's crazy, man. Two years later, man. Um, totally, dude. You know? Uh, so <laughs> quick announcements before I get into today's uh, show, guys. Um, uh, Chris, can we pull them up real quick? Yeah, sure. So, guys, number one, it's patreon.com slash fresh shit, man. Go ahead and check us out over there, man. We put a bunch of uh, content back there. We got almost 400 videos on that bitch, man. Yeah. Uh, I don't, there's that many RP content creators, guys, that put as much on Patreon as we do. We put on annoying girls that we kick out, uh, dating videos, money videos, answering questions, etc. We do uh, monthly Zoom calls. We're probably going to have to do a Zoom call this weekend, actually, now that I think yeah. about it. We do one monthly Zoom call on there. 
for all our 200 tier guys. So check us out over there on patreon.com slash fresh fit guys. If you really want to support us, Oh, just join the $5 here and support the movement. Also guys, check us out on megaphone. Okay. Oh, we, and also oh, good. our exclusive Andrew Tate interview is on oh, yes, Patreon only yes. because guess what? You two took it down. We don't know why. Well, we know Haram! why. But it's on Patreon only if you want to see us with Andrew in Romania. Yeah. And, and shout out to Andrew Tate, by the way, yeah. guys. Um, I talk with Andrew almost every day at this point, man. He just converted to Islam. So shout out to him, man. Mashallah. Shout, he's a, we got a new brother in the brotherhood, man. Down to Marco for that one. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, shout out to him and shout out to Tristan as well, man. Um, you guys will see them when they come stateside. As you guys know, they're gonna always make a pit stop here in Miami and uh, rock with the guys. Uh, and, but, and real quick, yeah. I talk to Andrew as well every day, and you might see Kanye West and Andrew collab coming up soon. Nice. We'll see what happens. Hey, that's what's up, man. You, you heard it here first. Um, guys, check us out on Megaphone, guys. We're no longer on um on uh you know Google or Anchor any of these other places. Now if you guys want to listen to us on the go, check us out on Megaphone guys. You could get all the audio episodes Mo and Chris are handling that behind the scenes. They're doing really well on putting every episode up there as soon as it comes out. So we have two different Megaphone channels. We got one for Fresh Fit and then Fresh Fit Afters. As you guys know the Fresh Fit is a daytime show, Money Mondays, Womanizer Wednesdays, you know, Guest Fridays and Call-in shows and then After Hours is me losing my hair follicles with these girls. So check us out over there guys if you want to listen to us on audio or on the go. Just make sure you wear headphones guys cuz I'm not kidding around. We're starting to get a lot more popular than I thought. And it's amazing to me how many people listen to us and they get in trouble for listening to us at their fucking job, bro. So, yo, wear headphones, guys. I'm not kidding around, man. Don't um, play, man. Yeah, bro. Like, this type of content is not safe for work, all right? It is what it is. Keep your job. Discord.gg slash FreshFit, guys. Check us out over there on Discord, man. Uh, it's completely free to join. If you want to go ahead and rock with us and the FreshFit fan, man, Fresh be popping in there. I go in there every now and then. I need to go in there more often, but Fresh is in Listen, there often and Mo's always in there. So Discord is so underrated, bro. Yes, you got sir. guys in there from all walks of life successful on the way up guys that are like young and ready to get it and you know the fun part about it talk about random shit talk about girls lifestyle money even some weird shit i'm like bro what are you, what are you saying that for yeah at the end of the day man discord is fire and what you gotta say chris yeah and on discord too i was in there for my twitch and i normally come in there like two or three times a week pause on that but um <laughs> i went there two days ago and it was a uh, bible study so i don't know what's going on in there but uh shout out to you guys man Shout out to Poppy Fresh. Shout out to um, Big Mo. Shout out to Viking Paradigm. Corey, all those guys, man. Cool dudes, man. Yeah, um, Bible studies where we all get together and read the rational mail. It's like a group reading and we read the rational mail together and, and we talk about it. And mm. shout out to Poppy Too Fresh. He's the one that um, brought up that idea and we've been doing it since. since. And uh, shout out to Rolo. He was actually attending the Bible study with us. So. And we yeah. can't forget to mention Mod Gamer, because without Mod Gamer, this card wouldn't be available. So yes. shout out to him, man. Mod Gamer. Yeah, Mod shout out to you, Gamer. man. Uh, Mod Gamer, me and you went in and made a Discord and you did everything and it was perfect. Uh, we're glad to have a space for you guys to talk and, you know, chat and just be family. Yeah, there you go, man. Um, completely free as well. Um, also, guys, check us out on FreshShipPodcastStore.com. Get all the hoodies, T-shirts, and merch there. Um, new designs coming soon. I know I've been saying that for a while, but uh, I should have some concepts today, actually. And if I don't, then Christina's fired, and we're glad someone else is going to do it. Damn. All right? So um, she does a lot of shit behind the scenes, guys. A lot of the new improvements that you guys are seeing on the pod, the, the curtains, you guys can see right there. I don't know if you see it. There's a neon sign on the back over there that we just uh, got for Even the, the outside. The, the bathroom, bathroom the painting, uh, the bathroom and everything else like that. She handled that. The TV screen that you guys got there that I stare at so that I don't look like I'm awkwardly looking at the camera like this. Um, she helps out a lot behind the scenes, man. So uh, shout out to her. She's really responsible for a lot of the aesthetic improvements on the on the studio. Um, also, guys, check us out on FreshFitPodcastStore.com. Uh, sorry, Fresh Fit Clips. That's our YouTube channel, man. We post two to three clips per – no, actually three clips per day yeah. and two uh, shorts. shorts per day. So we're back to posting shorts on there, guys. Um, YouTube's had like uh, – 
you know, eh, a bump in, in shorts. So we're posting them on there as well. I know you guys like those bite that bite size content. You might not have time to watch the full on pod. So check us out on Fresh Fit Clips, guys. We post three clips on there per day, two shorts on there per day. It's a whole other channel. Please subscribe to it. Help us get 300K on there so that I can go ahead and continue to flex on the haters that talk shit about us because we're beating them with our fucking clips channel, which is hilarious to me. So uh, shout out to y'all. And then also Fresh has a vlog channel. Yeah, guys. So behind the scenes vlog channel, 100K on the way. Actually, quick mention here. We're doing a giveaway on the channel. To get to 100K, of course, also that's some value. We're giving away a brand new pair of Jordans. If you've seen last stream, I'm going to post on my story as well. Brand new pair of Jordans, size 12. Oh, They're Jordan sixes, North Carolina blues, guys. They're not just regular Jordans. I used to be a Jordan collector back in the day. Those are, you know, pretty good rare retro sixes. So go. they're not like some some bullshit um, Jays that nobody cares about. Some like new, it's retros, guys. It's the sixes. Okay. Thank you, sir. Yes. And we're giving away three books. And you got the box for it too, right? I do. For all the yes, for all you collectors <laughs> out there, he's giving you the box. He's giving you all the papers, all that other stuff. So for all you collectors, I need a dead stock. It's dead stock. There you go. Good. And I'm giving away three books. Call Set for Life. You guys know I mentioned on podcasts all the time. This book that changed my life. Set for Life is a book about dominating life, living the American the American dream, and also as well <laughs> over, overcoming obstacles. So get the book, guys. Uh, I'm giving it away to three people in the comments. All you have to do is follow me on Instagram, sub to the channel, and comment down below. Hashtag Fresh Paint CEO, and then Set for Life or Jordans. That's it on my okay. channel. Uh, 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 America Dream. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, guys, go check out my YouTube channel. It's called Fed1811. Uh, I break down criminal cases for you guys. I just dropped the John Wayne Gacy uh, breakdown. It was three hours long. We went over his, you know, 33 murders, etc. That, you know, all the people that he killed and the un and buried him under his house like a weirdo. Um, and I also have the Je Jeffrey Dahmer episode up as well. PMB Rock. I cover a bunch of different criminal cases. A lot of the times, things that you guys request. And then I'm dropping the Osama Bin Laden uh, documentary tomorrow at 7 p.m. It's going to be how the CIA found and tracked them down to Abbottabad, Pakistan. And then the episode after that is going to be how um, the you know the SEAL Team 6 went ahead and uh, raided the compound and killed them and what they found in his house. And then also, just see, I did a poll yesterday to see which serial killer you guys wanted. And Ted Bundy won you know, with <laughs> flourishing colors. So I'm going to be covering Ted Bundy this Sunday on Fedit. Since you guys want to know, if you guys don't know, he's a famous serial killer from the 70s. Killed 30 plus women all over the you know Pacific Northwest, and um, yeah, Masagi. I'll be covering that one on. Yeah, that's true. That is facts. That is Masagi on another level. <laughs> Masagi. No, actually, actually, you know what? That nigga was said in like an interview that like women are property and all this other shit. So I was like, what the fuck? Like this is crazy. Um, but you know, yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, Andrew's the bad guy. <laughs> Who's worse? Yeah, least? yeah. They idolize Ted Bundy, but they want to fucking cancel Andrew Tate, right? Uh, Bro, fucking whole, wild. A whole movie on him. You know, they'll, they'll sit here, they'll talk about. Rap, rappers be like these stupid ass bitches blah 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 they'll love them but then you say or ted bundy but then andrew tate says something along the lines of you know hey, you know, women shouldn't be hoes oh misogyny so and women love serial killers real quick i want to say this real quick before we get into today's show real fast because this is something that literally fucking startled me a lot of these serial killers richard ramirez right aka the night stalker ted bundy etc jeffrey dahmer even yo when they were in trial right getting um prosecutor for killing 20 30 14 people whatever 17 people in jeffrey dahmer's case there were girls showing up at the courthouse like wanting to fuck these guys there were girls like throwing their panties at them sending them money groupies etc hey charles manson the same thing guys you guys think i'm kidding around when i tell you guys that status is the main amplifier when it comes to women bro even reprehensible people that are out here killing and raping and torturing people they still get groupies coming to them why because they got clout man so it goes to show you guys the dark side of female nature where status overrides everything else 
So they'll sit there and they're like, he's such an asshole, whatever, but they'll continue to come to the courtroom. When Ted Bundy was there, it was predominantly women watching his trial in Florida before he got uh, the death sentence in the electric chair. So, hey, man, there's hypergamy for you guys right there, even in the fucking fetish shit, it shows up. So, uh, speaking of Damn. the hard word, let's go. Oh, yeah, to, we got to uh, kill Twitch and uh, Twitter and shit. Yeah, guys, come Sorry, on over Twitch. to YouTube. Sorry, man. Fucking. How? <laughs> I'm trying to think here. How how we get it? Because the goal we, we want to take over Twitch as well, guys. After we hit uh, one million, and I'm over here trying to think how we gonna do this. It's not gonna happen. That's not gonna happen, bro. That's not right now. We'll, we'll be uh, destroyed before then. <laughs> you gotta be super careful what you say on Twitch. Oh my god! All right. Yeah. Um. All right. So uh, today's topic, guys. So um, real quick, Chris, can you pull up the um the episode uh two years ago, guys, on our first studio podcast we did an episode top 10 female manipulation phrases okay and the studio was much different back then as a matter of fact and chris if you could pull it up i think i had a tab open for you on this on the right hand side yo there. you thought it was dark now <laughs> you thought i was feeling you <laughs> i think it was dark back in the day it was really dark <laughs> wow so, uh, yeah we there. had to adjust our entire entire lighting system guys for fresh you guys think i'm kidding around we used to start late a lot of the times just to light up fresh <laughs> remix you thought i was seeing you <laughs> nigga you <were> dark <laughs> um but uh, okay. but yeah, man. So our so we first our first episode was October 26, twenty twenty. It was our first in studio podcast at the time. Fresh was still working for his tech company. I was still working for the government. And you know, we did not know that things were gonna blow up like this. I'll keep it a thousand with y'all, man. I thought you know maybe we would get a couple thousand subscribers. People would enjoy the content. Yeah, it would be subside income. I'd continue to arrest criminals. He'd continue to. I don't know. Close tickets. <laughs> yeah, deliver <laughs> tickets. Uh, close and but Martin, the uh, video is not open by the way. Is not? Yeah, so I'll find it right now. Okay. Yeah. Um it's easy, Chris. <laughs> Stupid. But um I'll but yeah. What did you say? So I'll find it and worry about it. <laughs> it's, it's uh so um so we didn't anticipate it would blow up like this, yeah. man. Who and, knew? Yeah. I mean, back then, guys, we just pretty much did our job, came home from work and grinded out like Patreon videos, mm -hmm. uh TikTok videos, YouTube videos as well, thinking about ideas. He was in the studio working on like equipment and stuff like that. I was about to see get, trying to get guests for the show. It's kind of like we were working without even knowing where, where we were going to end up. And that yeah. was powerful because we just worked because we wanted to work. And that's the value. Yeah. And, and um, you know, and I, you guys can use that as motivation because me and Fresh had full-time jobs when we started this podcast, guys. You know what I mean? Like we, but for the, the beginning, because remember, we didn't get our first, do our first in-studio interview until October 26. However, we were still, we were doing Fresh and Fit podcast from before that. I think we started our, our, did our first one like in April, April of, of that year but from home, but from home, it was like through StreamYard. So he was living right down the street from me. Uh, hey, what up guys? Yep. Today we're going to talk. Yeah. Yeah. We got it. Yeah, we got it right here. So this is the actual episode right here, guys. Uh, I, I would say these, these were the best days, man. Cause it was fun, bro. It was like new, exciting. It was like fresh. Like, yeah. Look at that look, guys. Look at that shit Whoa. back then. Look Yo, first person now, man. Yeah, compared to now, bro. <laughs> look at that shit. No lights, no Yo. nothing. Just a couple of uh, niggas in the white, white ass studio, bro. <laughs> white ass studio, man. And then look at how dark it is. And then the other thing too, if, if you uh, play it a little bit, Chris, right? You guys play it. Oh, uh, some volume. Yeah. Um, there's two things that women don't like to do. <laughs> they don't like confrontation. Uh, when I say girls don't take L's, like and then switch it you know, to switch it when it uh, yeah when it shows on me, go ahead show it on me. Cool. Uh, when, when it's on once me once again, five uh, K whatever, and, and they don't shit. flick on dates. Surprisingly, when Hold he on. says that, let me go to memory. Let, let me camera yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Pause it real quick. Pause it real quick. Guys, that like the fucking camera was auto focusing on my side. On Fresh's side, he was black as fuck. The, the lighting was all fucked up because, like, you know, you could see that it's like you can kind of see what's going on, but not really. Like, bro, it, it was. Luckily, we had uh, good microphones and we had good audio from yeah. the rip. But 
um, the lighting and everything else like that, and the cameras was something new. Yo, Chris, and uh, Chris, go to me. You know, you know that that guy Loterio. I look so young here, bro. I look like Loterio, like. Yeah. This, this nigga fresh aged in two years significantly, <laughs> bro. <laughs> the shit I did, man. If y'all knew, man. <laughs> this nigga, this, this nigga aged in two years. I like... didn't sleep, nigga. <laughs> I didn't sleep at all. And, and um, Mar had more hair. Yeah, I had more hair. Oh, I mean, yeah. Well, well I'm getting it back now. Well, it back. well, here's the thing. I lost it, and now I'm gaining it back from the uh, from the transplant. I'm about four months in, so. Uh, my hair has grown back significantly, which I'm really happy about. But yeah, man, I was starting to go bald there, and then once we started the after hours, nigga, it was over from there. <laughs> it was a wrap. Yeah. So, um, yeah, man, that was that was wild stuff back then. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and six one since that matters, and what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Um, I guess we can read some of the chats. And guys, we yeah. got 5,000 y'all in here already. Do me a quick favor. Like the video, man. And subscribe to the channel guys, if you haven't. We're going to show you some videos never before seen in the universe right now of us at the very beginning of our journey. And it's going to be funny because there's some bloopers in there, some funny moments, but think about it, guys. Two years ago, we were somewhere else, and now we're here today. All Chats. right. Uh, we got Michael Trosley in $1, and then 20 bucks goes happy two-year anniversary. Thanks, Mike. I Thanks, appreciate Mike. that. Gabriel Rosario goes, been a ninja watcher since 25K-ish subs, and you guys have pushed me to lose weight and become a better man. I'll always support y'all and show the love when I can. I One million on the way. Thank you so much, Thank bro. You, bro. You've been with, uh, with us since the beginning. Renzo Vegas, two bucks. I appreciate that. Uh, best first date places to get laid fast, small club. Um, I'm going to give you guys a, a a surprise here. Strip club. I'll tell you why. Actual strip clubs, guys, have better music, at least in Miami, at least. And the, the, the vibe there is more relaxed, and the girls are freaky. So, like, I'm actually going to go get turned on by random shit. She's seen random shit in the club. So, all from, she's like, damn. Like, he's here. People throwing money, girls are kissing each other, they're dancing on each other. Damn. Can you uh, clarify for them? Or do you mean like bringing a girl to the club with you from like a first date or meeting a girl there at the club that isn't working? First date. So, for example, yeah, you, you go. go to like a bar, yeah. get a few drinks, go to a strip club, catch a little vibe. By the time you're ready to leave, bro, she's ready to go. I'm telling you, bro. It's weird, but it works out. Yeah, that's actually a pretty good uh, strategy right there. Like, so if you go on a first date with a girl and you want to kind of like, let's say you have been escalating the way you should or whatever, and you want to kind of get things going bring her to a strip club as the second or third venue. And that will actually help you out quite a bit. Now that's much different though, than going to the club and trying to hit on a stripper. That's a whole Facts. other game, which Facts. we've done that. I think we have a video on Patreon yeah. on how to do that. Stripper game. One how, to, one. <laughs> how to deal with, how to actually pull strippers and um, deal with girls that are like in the workplace or what people, some people call them mysteries to call them hired guns. Actually, it's funny. A uh, Viking saw me do it uh, in real time at a uh, gold rush. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <Him and Kayan. laughs> nice. 
Uh, best for uh, okay. How do you guys avoid STDs? Just condoms and trust. We That's pr- from Dave. We pray and we get tested. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord, haram. Uh, okay, you guys have changed my life. Thank you for all you do. What are some green flags uh, that women have that men should look out for? We'll cover that on today's episode. This is about to be some fire content. One of the most important topics: help men protect themselves. Absolutely, man. Yeah. We got y'all, man. Because the thing is, and well, actually, I'll go into my little monologue on that here in a second. Uh, Romaine Gordon, two bucks. Thank you so much. I got plenty of cards. I hit plenty of stars and didn't come i said it plenty times when it comes to pussy i am paying for none there you go from little dirk <laughs> imagine my trying to get a cut to barber going to look at him like that nick young meme okay uh five bucks from danny Rezavi goes i feel like th- that asshole that's standing outside the club in the line when the club is empty just to make it look good from the outside that happens my friend valor chris goes yo fnf crew congrats on two years myron what are, what are some tips to become a better and more co- uh coherent speaker like yourself Time and experience, my friends. Fresh as dog. WFNF. Fuck you, hero. I appreciate y'all. Trying to put my younger brother on, but he's stuck in his ways. Congrats on two years. Yeah, bro. You can't yeah. force people to take this RP. Uh, five bucks from Harry Zico's goes, congratulations, FNF. Shout out to the OGs and mods. Myron motivated me to not be a fat piece of shit. Yes, nice. it's unacceptable to be fat. Tyree Gilliard goes, congratulations, FNF. Been watching for about one year now. Been fire ever since. Thank you so much. Capital P, 20 bucks. Uh, Cloud Point 7 goes, yo, Myron, uh, was at a bar uh, on the weekend with my boy, and this guy wife wanted to go down Low, wink, wink. What the you hell? Mean BJ? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, okay. Um, she had three or four. Happy second anniversary. Thank you for everything. Okay. Long way you guys have come. Found y'all at 30K subs. Road to 1 million. Thank you so much for rocking with us for so long. Are uh, you? He's going to read it first. Okay. Mm, okay. Uh, Harper Thompson. I'll answer this question. It's fine. Uh, are you ever going to reveal the beef you had with Kevin Samuels behind the scenes? You both have grown over the last two years. Congrats on your success. No, I'm not, um, because that would uh, we're not trying to. That's private, man. Yeah, that's private. And uh, Kevin Samuels left a legacy, and we're going to keep it that way, untarnished. Okay. And so also, shout out to him. It was, no beef, it was him. like a misunderstanding. So yeah, so. you know, let the, these other people can go ahead and try to rock the boat and oh yo blah 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 blah. But we're not going to speak on uh, people that are deceased. That you know, prayers to him and his family, and uh, rest in peace to him. Yep. Uh, he left a legacy, and we're going to keep it that way. Uh, what's up, uh, what's up, FNF? I love the pod, man, and have been rocking with y'all for over a year now. Myron, like you always say, men are waking up every single day. Thank you for being the alarm clock. You guys uh, love you guys. FNF supporter for life. Absolutely, bro. I've been saying it before, and I'll say it again. Us and Andrew Tate are the fucking alarm clock for modern-day men to wake up from the fucking, you know, bullshit in the Matrix. Happy two-year anniversary, guys. Shout-out to the whole team, Fresh and Fit. We are lit. Let's get it. Thank you, Heavy Metal Hotep. And actually, shout-out to him. He's responsible, guys, for a lot of the clips that you guys see. He helps us with clipping the content up and uh, putting it out there for y'all on the Clips and Shorts channels. Yep. And, and Fed as well. I remember when you guys first had the show before the studio existed. I wasn't even near a gym, but now I go three to four times a week. I'm hoping to make it down for the One Million Celebration. Shout-out to you, Dr. B84. <laughs> It really, uh, you guys don't understand how humbling it is and how awesome it is to have supporters that are from all different walks of life. We got doctors, surgeons, people that are in law enforcement, people that are in very professional, serious positions yeah. that keep the world going, watching us. So, um, yeah, I, I literally have no words. It's it's amazing to be able to um, broadcast our content in front of people that literally keep the society going. Mr. Fourth Quarter goes, can you do Sue Surf, Rico and Fettis? Salute to you guys and keep up the good work. You know, it's funny that you mentioned that. I was actually researching the Sue Surf case yesterday. Um, yes, I will go ahead and do that for y'all as well. For some of you guys that are wondering, Sue Surf is a battle rapper from URL. He's battled on a couple other platforms as well. Really good from New Jersey. But he was a member of the Crip gang. He got indicted. Um, but I'll cover that after I cover these serial killers and everything else like that. I'm kind of going off of priority of what the people want. Uh, shout out to Big Mo, Fried Dolphin Ankles. What the and, hell? And no, That's from Zeus. On, and no ease on Mo. And okay. uh, um, 
that the type of attention women look for, bro. That sweet, sweet, juicy, fried dolphin ankles, boneless pizza, fall off the bone, finger licking attention. Right, <laughs> that that, that finger licking attention. Okay. Okay. All right. That's only described from a fat nigga. Real evidence <laughs> supporters got to show up right now. Forget the nighttime show. If you're a real one, then you will show up here right here right now. CEO Gaines, thank you for all your hard work. Here's some more. Show to you, bro. Thank you. And then Wayne, holy shit, 300 bucks. I appreciate that. And then, guys, from this point forward, because we got um we got a lot of stuff to cover. Um, I'm, we're gonna read 50 and up from this point forward. Um, but every single chat that comes through will be shown on screen, and I'm gonna read the chats that came in prior to me making this announcement as usual. Second uh, anniversary celebration greetings. It's been a bumpy ride at times, but no regrets. Hanging with the best dating podcast on YouTube. Thank you so much, man. Shout out to you, man. We've been through the fire, but we're still here. Shout out to Wayne. Uh, the Negro Experience, and we surpassed a bunch of people that try to put us through the fire. Fuck those pieces of shit. The Negro Experience. Keep pushing, guys. Got you. W. Christina Gaines. That's from uh, Clayton Souza. Yep, I appreciate it. Um, Anthony Zomila goes. FNF one million. My girlfriend is Eastern. Is an Eastern European woman, I think he means. You guys describe a woman should be. I'm the leader and provider. She's going to be a doctor soon. How do I deal with the wage gap and will she still respect me? Well, you better step your fucking Get game your up, money my up, friend. Bro. You got to step your game up, my friend. Once she becomes a doctor, she's going to elevate. And once she elevates, guess what? She's able to see the horizon. And if you're not there with her, she's going to leave you, nigga. Uh, she's she going to be leading you. <laughs> <laughs> What's a good hotel to stay in at Miami? Booking flights or room soon for the party? Um, We're, we're probably going to have details for them on that. Yeah. Right? We'll, we'll we'll put that um elsewhere. Yeah, we'll put that elsewhere because yeah. we got a venue locked, um, guys, and um, yeah, but but we'll for the people that want to come, we'll we'll put something out for y'all. Yeah, uh, a dollar for Michael Mishra. Thank you, Grease Junkies. Do it yourself. Still gonna rock. Yeezy Slug Life. All right, happy two year anniversary to the hardest working dudes, leading by example, setting the tone for how modern men should portray themselves. Shout out to FNF Dallas, Rod Eric, and the rest of the crew. Too many to name. That's from Blaze Lightyear. Thank you for all you do, my kings. That's from Sylvester Del Paz. Minimal uh, millennial currency goes. Did you do the six nine breakdown? And what are your thoughts? I did do six nine. Uh, check it out Stupid. on Fed. Um, I, I broke down his entire Rico case. Um, so go ahead and check it out. I went into I even went into details that the media did not ever tell anybody about the six nine case because it was actually the New York HSI office that investigated. So I had some insider info. First BBC to a sec two year anniversary. Here's some more baddies. Big homie, boss man, Myron. Keep being you. Stop care, scaring off the double dates, and we'll be good. BBC gang, we up. It happens. <laughs> Well, your Tim Osmond video talk about uh, how he was a CIA asset prior to uh, 25 years prior to 9-11. Yes, I do cover in uh, how the um, the CIA provided um, material support and money to bin Laden and the Mujahideen when they fought the Soviets in 1979. I did talk about that in the documentary. I got y'all niggas. What do y'all think this is, man? You think I'm a rookie? Uh, Tate's looking at Steve and 6ix9ine like they clowns. <laughs> Fresh Omar in a chat. All right. Uh, congratulations. And this is from DL Saint. Shout out to you, my friend. Two hundred bucks goes. Congratulations to the entire Fresh and Fit team. Two years already. Wow. Keep leading from the front, gentlemen. I'll see y'all soon. Big up, Big Mo, uh, Chris Myron, and Fresh. All right, thank you. Talk to you, man. And then uh, really imagine wanting to smash the guy who will most likely cut your face off after y'all are done. R.I.P. Oh, I think he means, he means oh, like, oh, oh, yeah, uh, killer. Uh, yeah, uh, Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. Uh, the person that uh, sli sliced faces off, though, guys, was Ed Guy, and that, you have him confused. Love y'all, man. Keep it up. One mil on the way. Let's go. And then uh, Why Women Deserve Less, Myronius Aurelius. Thank you so much. That book coming out very soon. Ten bucks from the Rational Mail. Shout out to Rolo Tomasi. He helped us get our first 20K, and I remember that shit. Yeah. We were here when we hit, got our, hit our first 20K. Um, what was it? He goes, uh, winners don't know they're in race. They just love to run. Congratulations on two years. Shout out to you, Rolo. Thanks, He's going to be here next month, actually, guys. We're going to do a collab. Um, and then Chris, uh, these, um, are these from before? Yeah. Okay. You know what? Let's get into the show topic. I'll read those after. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, all right. So do you have anything before I preface this? Yeah. Um, we got some videos to play. 
Just to kind of like play the videos first before the 10, 10 phrase, phrases. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so cool. gonna, get it. So guys, um, we're gonna show you guys behind the scenes of us from the very beginning, literally from like the very start of actual having a podcast, empty room to where we are today. So, because if you don't mind, yep. shout out to Fresh for going down memory lane and getting these videos. Yeah, man. Hey, y'all make jokes about me recording, bro. <laughs> but when it's time to pull the videos up, what do you always record? What are videos? Hey, you need evidence, right? I didn't have none of them, bro. I yeah, got so, all the evidence, bro. Yeah, yeah. I got a lot of them from Fresh. So shout out to that. We'll show you guys, take you guys down so, memory lane here. Guys, just so you know, this is our first time meeting in person, me and Myron and my roommate Casey back then. And what happened was, uh, we did an interview with Solo TV before, both of us separately. And he said, "Bro, yo, bro, this guy in your city that's pretty cool. He does fitness videos. Link up with him." And we dm each other. We, we spoke for like an hour through uh, Instagram phone call. And after that, we said, "Yo, let's get dinner, bro. Let's chop it up." So we met, we met at Top Forty Two in uh, Midtown, spoke for a little bit, and decided from there we're gonna do the podcast. So that meeting of us at that dinner uh, spot. Sparks Petrified Podcast. So, I mean, that was the very beginning. Uh, you can play the clip if you don't mind. That's us with uh, with Casey Redbeard, aka yeah. the Ginger Fuck. He lives in Columbia now. This was in right. July, I think, of 2020, right? Yeah. Yeah, July of 2020. We out here. I feel like the thing was stupid gumbo. What's up, bro? Plus, <laughs> Myron's wearing a shirt that's not merch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shit. Unbelievable. Whoa. Yeah. Thank the Lord. I know. <laughs> I was. Uh... And then a picture. Okay. Cool. All right, and then next one. So we got Myron here looking at apartments um, for the actual podcast. So we had a couple of ideas where to go in uh, downtown Brickle, and we decided, you know what? We need a nice view for the ambiance and for the camera. So we saw multiple spots, but obviously we settled on this spot. We need some prior ones before. That Which we building at. was this one, bro? This was this this one was. Um, this wasn't SLS. This was the one next next to it, Brickle Heights. Yes, two yeah two pools. Yeah, I think this one was Brickle Heights. All or, right. or it's one of those, but yeah. yeah, here we go. And those are Asics Nusas, you motherfuckers, making fun of my sneakers. <laughs> so it's that claw shoes. Yeah, Clyde said claw shoes. World. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck y'all. <laughs> Let us know what you guys think. We should get this one. It's for the heights. I just came from the gym too. That's why I had the headphones on. No, they see it close to the balcony. He's like midway. Yeah, I'm not close to that balcony. That's fresh right there. Taking that. What do you think? Yeah, I'm about to go right inside. There you go. You said I go closer. All right, the next one. All right, guys, this right here is a legendary clip. Is legendary because this is where it all started, man. Humble beginnings. Myring doing his um job at HSI. Yeah. Right. Yep. He still drove his. What year is that? Uh, It's like it's a 2002 Honda, and I still have it to this day. And that Honda almost killed me and Chris. So just so you know, <laughs> bro, this nigga never fixed the brakes. So bro. we're driving, right? I'm like, brakes, brakes. What? Why is it not breaking? He's like, oh yeah, you gotta push, press it harder. Press it harder. Bro, and I it, drove it one time alone on the highway. I was so I never been afraid of my life, bro. Please. In Miami, bro. Until I drove Myron's car. I went to Best Buy. I thought I wouldn't make it back. <laughs> that was not the best ride. It was the worst ride possible. But we made it happen. And he fixed the car now, so it's good. Yeah. But back then it was scary. I still have this Honda. And guys, this is us uh pretty much. So we had got the the uh, the unit locked in and yeah. we were moving a bunch of equipment. Because yeah. guys, I had spent well, we spent like maybe at this point like twenty, thirty thousand dollars on equipment. So mm-hmm. we had a bunch of boxes that we had to move into the studio, mm-hmm. right? To start setting shit up. So this is us with the boxes 
and the Hondas loading the stuff into the building to, to get it. Because at this point, I had two apartments. I had one apartment right down the street, and then I had this one, right? Because you know when you do that weird little gap where you get an apartment, but the other one lease isn't expired yet? So I start. we're starting to move shit over. Yeah. So this is uh, the first day of us moving stuff over. So this is hilarious. This is history right now. Started with a Honda Accord. Boxes. From the bottom. Feel me? Before I said pick up nothing. From the bottom. I'm recording, nigga. From the bottom, yo. From the bottom. Really? <laughs> <laughs> and I think that was the day we met Selena and um uh, yeah. yeah, we AJ. met Selena that that day. Yep. Yeah. And all then right. this is me opening the first box here with all the shit that we got. It begins. <laughs> <laughs> it begins. Well, we should always cut away from you guys. <laughs> Yo, safety one on one. Buzz, buzz. <laughs> if you notice, right? Marin explains everything. From the minor details <laughs> to the big details. I'm like, bro, we get it. It's a box cutter. <laughs> open up the box. It's actually a bench made knife that is uh automatic knife, which is uh, regular people can't have it. But yeah. Safety <laughs> first, nigga. All part of the process. Hey man. That was my like working on this. Yeah. Yeah, it was late. Yeah, it was late as fuck, man. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I was saying, bro. I don't know what I was saying, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I also have the Infidel Benchmade knife as well. Uh, so, yeah, guys, you know, when you when you deal with automatic knives, be careful. Man, right, next. The studio, just missing our podcast table. Bro, there's like 10 stacks in on this table. Yo, <laughs> yeah, pause, pause, pause. Go back a little bit, Chris. Notice, right? Chris ain't wearing no hat. Now you see why. Okay, play. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ten racks. Ten. 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 Cameras, Walmart's, smartphones. Content is coming, baby. And we still had more stuff coming in on that on that table alone. It was yeah. like ten thousand dollars worth of shit, man. Yeah. Um. So we invested very heavily from the beginning. Oh shit! This is our three or four days. Oh, here we go. Oh shit! This is back when me and Fresh used to get way more girls than now, nigga. Back. <laughs> oh. Hold on. Uh, Before the podcast, by the way. Yeah. This is be yo yo yo. Niggas be like, oh, y'all have clout. Let's we get girls. I'm like, bro, you don't know us, bro. Any nigga that knows us, ask Chris. We got way more back in the day. Now we'll say this: the quality went up. Now, but regardless, of the, you had numbers back then. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah. So. Yeah. Here we go. Facts. We out here celebrating. Drinking my white cloth. This nigga fresh always does that. Listen, man. Show an ass. <laughs> okay, you, you, you can stop there. You can stop there. <laughs> All right, next one. <laughs> you can stop it, niggas. <laughs> hell? Okay, cool. And this is toasting. Yo, I drank alcohol that, that night, bro. I took a shot. That was that was crazy. Yeah, yeah. This was like, uh this was of uh, some some vodka, some um, what's the, what's the most uh, very expensive? I think it, was, it wasn't Belvedere. It was shit more expensive no, than Belvedere. You say in the video. Oh, I do? Okay. Dude, this nigga explains everything. So we're drinking 1942 vodka, whatever you want to say. I don't know, bro. Just clip it. Seriously, in the place with uh, some expensive ass vodka. I don't even know what the. <laughs> and birthday vodka. I don't even know what it is, nigga. So, hey man, toast to a great podcast and guests and helping guys all around the world. Helping guys all around the world. Bam, helping guys all over the world, Facts, man. man. It's the truth of that shit, man. <laughs> and that was two years ago, bro. Like, come on, man. Like, you feel me? Look at Fresh's face, bro. Hey, what's happy, man? Nigga had that CEO chain on. <laughs> Poverty. <laughs> Yo, you know that was my first chain? I spent, like, close to, like, 10 rocks on that. Stupid. I saved all my money to buy that chain, bro. <laughs> but it, it meant something because CEO meant, for example, 
Control. You still have it, right? Yeah, I still have it. Yeah. But it means control every opportunity. Yeah. And we did that, man. So. Oh my God. So Chris, you want to explain this this clip? Yeah, guys. So um, before we have a studio or a show, uh, I had to design a whole studio. So Mari had the vision and Mari said, hey, uh, Chris, uh, I need this done. Uh, blah, blah, blah. And once again, you know, I know people in Miami. I used to be a graphic designer, an art teacher or whatnot. So like I had a million odd jobs. <laughs> Just like Chris had a bunch of fucking strange ass jobs and connections that I made me wonder what the hell's going on here. Because I would say like some it got to a point where I just had like random shit that I needed done. So I would just test the waters like Chris. Do you know anyone that's good at uh, underwater basket weaving? Yeah, I know a guy. And then like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. But sorry, go ahead, continue. No, no, I mean, I mean, guys, I used to be a teacher, so I know a thing. So anyways, uh, yeah, so I hired an artist. Um, I hit up one of my friends, and she knew this guy. So basically, long story short, I was with him from the start to the process to design the table. As you know, with the, the three or four table, you know, on, in the middle. Yep. And, that, <laughs> that's that's a, the, and that's the table right there in yep. the actual video, guys. Yeah. That's video. it before it got uh, transformed. We yeah. went to uh, Ikea, other spots for furniture. Oh, yeah, we did. We said, yo, this is too hard, bro. Niggas should not be shopping like this. We just bought the first one we, we could find that was actually pretty pretty usable. <laughs> he said, hell no. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. So, uh, you, you know, know, I should have blocked that whole thing. That would have been hilarious, bro. Yeah. Us going shopping in Ikea? Nigga. No, no. We, we have stories and of us in Ikea. We do? Yeah. I recorded it on my stories. Nigga, why do you pull it then? I forgot. <laughs> Stupid <laughs> waste. Waste, man. Yeah. Uh, right. No, but, but uh, yeah. like, long story short, guys, uh, in order to see the vision, um, had to, you know, <laughs> tell them how to do certain things. So here we go. Yeah, so it's like, like a grown-ass baby. <laughs> <laughs> and then, bam, so, see, that's him uh, designed the table. That's fire, bro. Out of there. Yeah, here, boys. Shout out to the artist, man. Weirdo. What's his name? Weirdo something. All right, and the next one here. Yo, this is hilarious. So we're li- it's late night. We're super hungry. Nothing's open but Wendy's. And Myron's like, yo, I hate your dog, bro. I hate your dog. My, Myron's lit right now. He doesn't know what's going what's, what's to happen, but oh, he's shit. lit right now. And this we're is him. We're going to play this clip? Him and Hero. This is hilarious, guys. Oh, this is me. Had to, brother. Had this to. This is me with some booze in me. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Haram! God damn. Still getting food. He fucked up, though. Hero. <laughs> Hero. Messed up, bro. You, you fucked this one up. You know you did, right? <laughs> you don't even care. Thank you. Care. Chicken for the dog. Thank you. Appreciate yeah, you. Chicken yeah, thank you. Dog. Chicken for the dog. Here, yeah, here, here, here you fucking asshole. Hey, hey, hey. Say Niggas about to call Pete on me, man. He was like, get me out of here. Okay, this is us doing TikTok videos in Brickle as well from the very beginning, man. So, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because as you guys know, we we blew up because of TikTok. So we were recording at this time, guys. We were pointing out 10 TikToks out a day. Yeah. All right. We're putting out 10 a day. So we were recording fucking all day on TikTok. So we would do the, we would work all day. We would do the pod. Then we would do and go out and record TikTok videos, walking around Miami and shit like that. And just so you guys know, we got banned on TikTok at this point. Cause remember, TikTok was just starting to blow up in late yeah. 2020. And we were already starting to get banned at this point. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were on TikTok before anyone else in the in the sphere, I think, Facts. honestly. No, before, yeah. There weren't many other guys in, in the manosphere like on TikTok like that. We we're the first niggas on there getting banned like crazy, which is why the stuff that we would say would would was so crazy to, Listen, to man, a normal person. We were pioneers in the game, man. Niggas just, just don't know. Yeah, especially with TikToks. We're the first, like, we're the first people blown up on TikTok from the manosphere. Asagony. All right, let's go ahead. Let's roll the clip. Filming with the boys. We out here. What's up, man? Content for you guys, so stay tuned. <laughs> 
And it's also important to note that we were still doing um, content for uh, for Fresh's channel, uh, Freshman CEO at this point. Yeah. And we're yeah. still doing pranks as well, it which that like shit was a pain in the ass. This during COVID. Yeah. It's yeah. all during COVID. Yeah. When, so exactly. It was tough. And that's us right there at the Brickle City Center. Uh, was that la last one, Chris? Uh, yeah. Cool. All right. There you go, guys. That's cool. Memory lane. Yeah, uh, a few things for y'all, and I'll post some stuff on Instagram as well, guys. Later. Um. So, guys, do us a favor though. If you enjoyed that, do us a favor. Sub to the channel. We're almost out of mill, and it will be amazing to hit before December. Facts. So help us with that, guys. So, cool. uh, all right. So today's topic, guys. Right. <laughs> it took us some forever to get into it. Today's topic is ten manipulation phrases that women use against men, and we're gonna go ahead and translate the womanese for y'all, okay? And we're gonna count down. Uh. It just in no particular order, honestly. I'm just gonna go ahead and count down, uh, count them down. We're giving you some five points, regardless. So, uh, uh, so number one, do we, Chris? Do we need anything or? No, 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 we're good. Okay. So number one is gonna be, I'm looking for my best friend. Okay. Now let's go ahead Sheesh. and translate that. <laughs> I want you to let your guard down, be vulnerable, and concede leverage. So, guys. Girls meet you hoping they're going to change you. Guys meet a girl hoping she's never going to change. We're very different when we deal with the opposite gender. And what girls think a lot of the times is they'll be attracted to you and they'll think, oh, this is a project. I can change this guy. And they're going to try to get you to bend, to fold, to come to their whim and to become uh, more vulnerable around them. This is why girls like to say stupid shit like, be honest with me. You can be vulnerable with me, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. But the reality is you can't, okay? You have to continue to be the man that attracted her in the first place. So this is common cat from women where they'll tell you one thing, right? But the reality is they're going to respond unfavorably to whatever they tell you they want you to do. Does that make sense, guys? Because so, women, women are contrarians when it comes to attraction a lot of times. What they say they want is not necessarily what they're aroused by. You have anything on that? Guys, just after that point as well, this is a big shit test, and I'll tell you why. Most girls want to see how you're gonna how you're gonna react to this. For example, let's say, "Oh, I'm looking for a friend that's gonna be there for me to help me out when I need help." And if, if you say to her, "Yeah, that'll be me. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it." Now you're put into a box stupid. of stupid because you allowed her to shit test you, and you feel the test. But if you say, for example, "Hey, you know what? You have a cool vibe, but I don't want this to be your friend. I need more than that." Or you make it funny and say. I'll be your friend, all right, but along with hard benefits. The point is that, like, you want to make it funny or serious so you can make sure that she understands, hey, I'm not going to be your friend. I'm actually here for more than just that. And also, as well, I'm about to shit test. So, guys, that right there, guys, if you fall for it, it's on you. But now you know, women needs translation. It just says, I want to be your friend. That's cool and all, but, hey, we being friends with benefits at least. Yeah. So. Yeah, guys, um, you got to remember that in any type, any type of situation where there's supposed to be an authority figure, etc. You can't necessarily be friends, as they say, you need to be the leader, the you know, like, think about it when you're when you were when, um, when you have a boss, right? Y'all aren't really like friends like that. Because once you guys become friends, then you start to look at them as equal. Once you start to look at them no as respect. equal, respect starts to go down it's with gone. it. So, again, for her to maintain the frame at the highest level to maintain that dominance, that um, authority, you can't you know, subject yourself to being an equal, which is what she typically wants in her brain. That's what she thinks she wants is, is, is an equal. No, they don't, bro. They say that shit, but they really don't want it. So put it, uh, if you could take away one point from this, it's this. Men get with a girl hoping she'll never change. Women get with a guy hoping he will change. The difference is this. When the girl doesn't change, you maintain attraction. However, if you bend your whim and you oh, change Lord. for that woman, she will lose attraction. Yep. That is why I tell you guys this shit all the time. The man must main 
maintain the leverage. When women have leverage, it's just a matter of time until that relationship is fucking done. Do not fall for the womanese, guys. Okay. When girls say stupid shit like, I just want a best friend. Fuck out of here. Go get be, be best friends with your female friends. Do not you, me. Do you think Chad and Tyrone are on the phone all day? Yeah, girl. So how was your day? Oh, tell me about your day. Well, Susie, it was great. Nigga, they're out there getting money, doing their shit. And hey, when I'm free for like an hour or two, I'm hit you up. Yo, pull up to the crib or pull up here. So if you're going to be your friend, guess what? No box for you either. Bam. Give a thousand. All right. So we'll move on to the second one now. Um, so. Round two. Fight. Fight. I miss you slash Hey, stranger. Hey, big head. What does that re- or big? Hey, big head. That one's even worse. Let's translate that. I miss something you provided me that I'm currently not getting. I.e., confidence, ambition, money, frame control, good looks, dick, etc. Okay. So, understand this, guys. Women have many different attraction triggers. It's one of the benefits of them, but it's also one of their biggest faults. And what I mean by this is that it's very difficult for women to find everything in one guy, which is why you have a multi-dating strategy that a lot of modern-day women employ. Because women nowadays feel like they deserve the best, they deserve everything, they deserve a complete package. But the reality is you're never going to get that from one individual, which is why I tell you guys to become that individual. Then you could demand anything you want from these girls because there's not enough of these guys to go around. Yeah. That's why we tell you guys you got to become the best version of yourself because once you become the best version of yourself, you have all these traits in one package. Once you have all that trait, those traits in one package, the girls have no choice but to fucking submit. Okay. However, most guys don't. So what do girls have to do? They have to find these different traits in multiple men. So I'll give you an example. Let's go into a dream scenario, right? Like the fucking video, by the way. Let's say you date a girl, right? And you have money, but you're a fucking pussy. She walked all over you. Um, she got whatever she wanted. You spoiled her ride. Y'all went on trips. You bought her bags. You did all this fucking sucker simp shit, right? And she leaves your ass. Who does she leave you for? Typically, she's going to leave you for someone who has something that you're deficient in. Let's say she leaves for a chatter or a Tyrone, who's a fucking drug dealer, a loser, etc. Beats her but ass. He beat, maybe, yeah, then maybe that nigga <laughs> gives her the Ted Bundy. Who fucking knows? You, can. you know, that nigga hitting her with the fucking... Uh, <laughs> oh, nigga turns into Ryu on that bitch, right? <laughs> but he's able to arouse her and attract her in certain ways that you aren't necessarily able to. You were too safe and too boring, right? So... She gets slapped up, you know, for the third or fourth time that day. Tired of playing Mortal Kombat with this nigga. And she hits you up saying, I miss you. What does she mean by that? What she really means is, hey, I miss your ability to provision for me and give me a safe environment. Though this guy arouses me and he turns me on because he's a bad boy. He's an asshole. I don't really know where I stand with him sexually. This is uncomfortable. And I kind of miss that ability that you were able to provision and provide for me. So that's what she really means when she says, I miss you. Okay. Or, you know, maybe that guy, you suck at sex and that other guy uh, gave her good dick, but she he doesn't provide any type of resources or security for her. So she hits you up and says that stupid shit. So when a girl hits you up a lot of the times, guys, right, and says that that stupidity, what she's doing is she's feeling the waters and kind of number one, she wants to see how, how you're going to react. Right. Because girls can't deal with rejection really well. That's why they have to be very covert in them hitting you up. And then number two, she's hitting you up for a reason. You provided something to her that she's currently not getting. Okay, and it's upon you, right? This is where you got to exercise your critical thinking as a guy and see if you want to let her back in or if you do let her back in, what the hell, I'll tell y'all, dick only. She's recreational use at that point, right? 
and see if you're willing to to uh, provide that resource again. So let's say, for example, you were that simp, and now she's going ahead and fucking another guy, etc. And she's only coming back to you because you only had money. Well, in that case, my friend, that's going to be a big fat uh, nope. And you're not going to fuck with her no more. Or if you are, you're going to fuck her and never give her any of that resources that she wanted again. Maybe you could sell the dream, whatever it may be. But the point is, is that it's upon you to be intelligent enough to know what did I provide this girl? Why is she trying to come back to me? And then be intelligent enough to move and. Get that. If you do want the sex, get it back, but without giving her that resource because she forfeited that when she left you the first time. Listen, man, if you guys can remember back in the days of Facebook and it was popping, you might have dated a girl back in the past. You know, you had a good time, whatever. Things fizzled out. She went her separate way. You went your way. All of a sudden, two months later, you, you go to your messenger, you see, hey, big head. And you're like, big head? My head's small what? as hell. What are you talking about? <laughs> and then it's like, what the fuck? Hey, I miss you or hey, stranger. And it's like, LaQuisha? LaShonda? What are you hitting me up for now? I mean, we, we broke up two months ago. Like, like, what's good? And then it's like, how do you respond to that? <laughs> you know what I used to do? I used to be like, no, my head is small. Your head is big as hell. But no, no. To be frank with you, you got you to gotta say, like, why is she hitting you up? Like my, like my answer earlier. It's because either she's missing something from you, from the past that she liked, or she's looking for a way out. But how I see it is, now the power's and the ball's in your court. So back then, she might have had the power because, you know, the first, first encounter, you're chasing her, you're giving her, her, you're, you're giving her validation. Now, you're, now this, this type of kind of setup, she's giving you the power because you're saying, hey, big head, or hey, stranger, I miss you. Now you have all the leverage. She's doing it covertly, though. Yeah, exactly. So now, how do you handle that? It's simple. You got to say as a man, what do you want out of this, uh, you know, uh, scenario? Do you want to keep her long term or do you want to just have fun and smash? Because I'm telling you right now. You're an option for her because if she was your main option, she would never left. But just because she come back to you now because the option failed. So offer it, guys, it's an L. So don't fall for it because this is nothing more than saying, you know what? Damn, the guy went to was trash or he wasn't worth worth the effort. Now I want to come back to you. Uh, not a good setup for you. So now with the leverage and power, what you can do is you have, you, have, you have all the power to like negotiate. So in this case, hey, you know what? I like you. You have a cool vibe. But for now, I'm going to see you on Tuesdays and Thursdays. That's it. And guess what? In this scenario, she needs help because either she wants to escape a, a scenario or she wants you as an option. And at that point, you can string it along for as long as possible, but now you have the power. So we're saying that to say, guys, in this scenario here, play how you want to play it, but don't take her serious because you're an option for yeah. her at this point. Yeah. And some of you guys, I ain't going to lie, you you might you might not have the willpower to like put yeah. her in the sex-only category. So in that case, you got to tell her no. Yeah. You know, or That's don't true. respond. But that really comes down to you and your ability. You got to be honest with yourself. Do you have the discipline? Do you care about this girl? If you care about her, more than likely, you probably shouldn't bring her back. Because what's mm. going to happen is she's going to seduce you, and then you're going to go back to your simp ways. Because a lot of you motherfuckers, keep it a thousand, a lot of you guys are fucking simps, man. You guys will sit there, think you're all RP or whatever. You meet that one girl, and then boom, you regress right back into your blue pill self, and you don't, you're not able to maintain frame or whatever. If that girl is capable of making you a simp again, don't fucking do it, bro. We had a caller calling from Canada, and he mentioned this happened to him, remember? Yeah. A while back? Yeah. He said, yo, bro, I want your podcast. I broke up with my girlfriend. She said, I miss you. I took her back. I know she's my girl again. It's like, what's your girl again? Yeah. You, the first thing was an L. Yeah. Stupid. But, like you said, he liked her too much. Especially if she, like, cheats on you or she leaves you for another guy or some yeah. shit like that, bro. Like, no, man, fuck that shit. She's sex only category when she comes back. You got to punish these hoes, guys. A lot of y'all don't punish these girls enough. Just trust is, me, they punish you. Yeah, the facts, they fucking punish you. I mean, the fact that they even have the audacity to hit you up, especially after they did some grimy shit to you guys, should tell you the mindset that a lot of these girls have where they think, yo, I don't, I, I, I never get held accountable for my bad decisions, so I'm going to hit this guy back up because I know that he probably will take me back. And that, if anything, her hitting you back up 
a lot of times demonstrates that she didn't respect you in the first place sometimes. And then some girls depending on the scenario, of course, they think heavily about how they're perceived. So they don't they want to they don't want to raise their body count. So they'll go back to a guy that they talked to in the past. Yeah. Just to not catch another body. Yep. So you're an option, bro, at that point. Yep. That's another thing, too. So, so all right. So we're gonna go into the third thing. Wow. Number three. You can be honest with me. Translation. <laughs> I want the truth so I can properly allocate my feelings or sex elsewhere should you give me a response that will compromise me. Damn. Holy man. So when girls tell you guys the truth, a lot of the times it's so that they can go ahead, get all the information they need to make a decision, right, on how they're going to allocate their time, their attention, and their sexuality a lot of the times. If a girl is in a, in a phase of her life, right, where she might have rode the cock carousel for a while. She's just coming off the hot girl summer. Winter is coming, and she wants a boyfriend or whatever. And you're honest with her and tell her, yo, I'm just trying to smash or whatever. Well, that might have worked two months ago, bro, if you had caught her at the right time. But now she's looking for someone to lock her down. So what she wants is for you to tell the truth so that she can quickly disqualify you and find someone else that's willing to give her that commitment that she's currently looking for. You understand? Mm -hmm. When women want the truth, they don't want the truth so that they can go ahead and work with you. They want the truth so that they can go ahead and disqualify you, all right? What do I tell you guys on this podcast? I say it all the time. I'll say it one more time for you guys that are new viewers. Women, when they deal with men, are looking to disqualify. Men, when they deal with women, are looking to qualify. I'll give you an example. Let's say you meet a chick. She's not the hottest or whatever, and you show pictures of her to your friends. You're like, well, you know, she got a fat ass, or, yo, you know, uh, she's cool, or blah, blah, blah. Men, a lot of times, manufacture bullshit to rationalize in their head and hamster why they're going to fuck with that girl or deal with her, right? Guys will sit there and make excuses for why they get married or do stupid shit. However, women will sit there and disqualify you for anything. Oh, I, uh, he's cool and everything else like that. He makes $100,000 a year. He's really cool. He's he's tall. He's, he has good teeth or whatever. But, you know, he wore these shoes one time, and I don't know if I can date him. So, boom, yeah. I'm going to just get rid of him. It was orange. Exactly. You know? So, girls disqualify on bullshit. Men qualify on bullshit. It's, we're very different. So, when you're honest with women, okay, again, I tell you guys to be honest with girls a lot of times. But what do I tell you? I gave you guys the disclaimer. They're, if you're too, If you're honest... Be prepared for girls to fucking leave you. Now, some of you guys don't have the abundance mindset yet or haven't worked up to a point where you have a roster of girls, you have a harem, whatever the fuck it may be, where you could be like me and not give a shit. They just tell them, this is what the fuck it is, take it or fucking leave it. I've put myself in a position where I don't give a fuck anymore because I've busted my ass. However, some of you guys might not be there yet, and that's okay, nothing wrong with that. So you might have to fucking sell the dream for a little bit for some of y'all, you know? And selling that dream a lot of times, like Fresh still does. <laughs> uh, selling the dream sometimes, guys. Um, means that you can't afford to be as honest as you want to be with girls because they can't handle the truth and they're looking to disqualify you for any little thing. Bro, I know girls that will disqualify a guy that's a fucking fantastic candidate because of his fucking shoes. Girls are stupid. You know, there's a reason why since the beginning of time, men have been intimately involved with the, the dating, with the uh, mating process. What do I mean by this? Well, fathers went, go, went ahead and picked the mate for their daughters. Why? Because if you leave a woman to her own devices, what does she do? She's inherently self-destructive. You look at any old uh, text, religious text, Islam, Christianity, etc. The father was heavily involved in finding a husband and or a suitor for that woman because women don't look for provisioning situations when they're at their peak. They look for bullshit that attraction triggers when they're young and attractive. Oh, is he tall? Is he, does he get my rocks off? Blah, 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 blah. And these things typically are terrible for long-term provisioning. So the guy, the father, has to come in and protect her from her bad selection process and bring this guy in. Now, with that said, you can use that to your advantage in the modern dating place where women make their own sexual decisions, okay? And being honest a lot of times will put you at a disadvantage. Good Hope that made sense. I threw a lot at y'all for there. Good points. Yeah. So now I'm going to give the side of selling dreams. And I want to break down. <laughs> so before you guys say anything crazy, right? For my real Jesus, understand this is for you because you know what time it is. 
you know how the game works. So when it comes to actually being honest with, with your girl, right? You want to make it so that like it's all on her. Let me explain. So she has says to you, Hey, well, you know, we've been talking for a little bit, or like I like your vibe, whatever, but like be honest with me, how you feel about this? You want to put it back on her. So this is how I do it, right? I'll be like, Yeah, you know what? If my girl wants the truth, I'll tell the truth. And notice what I'm doing here. I'm telling her what she wants to hear. And I say, uh, and then I'll say, so what do you think about this? So I give her what she wants to hear. I put it back on her because that, <laughs> that pressure guy is going to be tough for you because if you don't know how to like maneuver that uh, scenario, what's going to happen is you may not tell her the truth. And like I said earlier, she might disqualify you. So my thing is, yeah, tell her what she, what she wants to hear up front, but say it in a very big, ambiguous way. Say, you know what? How do you feel about this? And if you can, change the topic as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. So that's what I do. And then secondly, regarding as well, like getting around the, the honesty is like, dude, I'm saying right now, even if, you, even if you told her the truth, she doesn't want to hear it. Because what, what happens is, you, you tell her the truth, she's going to be like, really? That's how you think? Okay, cool. Who else is in my phone? Uh, Derek, uh, Chad, John. You know what? And all the niggas are willing to lie. I'm hitting them up. But guess what? Like a real G does, he can say, you know what? Bet. I know what she wants. I'm going to tell her what she wants to hear. And I'm going to get what I want. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying this to say, guys, like, yes, on some level, you want to be honest with a girl, but bro, they can't handle it. And if you tell the truth, bro, it's all for you because now she's putting, looking at you weird or putting you in a box and then like, for what? Hey, if you want to smash, I'll tell you right now. <laughs> the best way possible, tell her what she wants to hear. And look, so, sometimes even me, bro, like, I'll say things that like, I'm not necessarily going to believe all the way, but sometimes I actually believe it because I actually like the girl. So my thing is like, when I say she likes me for me, I'm saying it because I know she wants to hear that. And that's kind of going to boost her ego. Like, oh, damn, like, he, he knows, like, he like, understands me. <laughs> Nigga, I don't tell me this, bro. <laughs> I'm just letting her know so she can hear it from my voice. But in reality speaking, she can smash. So, gotcha, guys, bitch. sell the dream, man. Don't tell her the truth. And if you can, put it back on her right away. Yeah. I mean, girls don't really like the truth, guys. And a lot of times when they say, I want the truth, it's so that they can disqualify you. That's that's the painful reality of how women uh, deal with shit. You know yeah. what I mean? They, they can't handle the truth, guys. I mean, and you got to remember, too, the reason why women aren't good at handling the truth is because they've been lied to their entire life. I mean, you got, you guys have seen it on the podcast. How many times have we brought girls on and say, okay, you have guy friends. Do you think they actually like you for you? And what do these dumb hoes say? <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they like me because of my personality and I'm really cool and I'm really chill. And girls really think that they're special and guys hang out with them because they're cool. No, they want to fuck. But again, girls live in a delusional world, guys. They, honestly, Yo, we're playing Yu-Gi-Oh! for real. A lot of these girls are in fucking Toon World, all right? <laughs> Where everything is completely different. Attack points aren't real. Situations aren't real. There's smokes and mirrors everywhere. They're not living in the real world, man, okay? They're living in some fucking bizarre land where everything up is down, down is right, left and right, Shout whatever the fuck is going on. They're living in some weird-ass fucking realm, all right? So since they're living in some weird realm, you got to play by that weird realm rules that they live by, yeah. which is honesty a lot of the times, is not the best policy if you want to get laid. Girls don't operate in reality, so therefore, when you dispense reality to them, they look fucking wild. Think about this for a second, guys, right? We've been here for two years, right, on this podcast. We've blown up. Why have we blown up? Well, we've blown up because we give you a lot of game, like on today's episode, etc. But the other reason, too, is because it's one of the few platforms where we bring in a bunch of random girls from different walks of life and dispense reality to them. And what is the reaction? 
fucking entertainment, right? Because these girls are not used to hearing reality. If women heard reality and understood how the world really works, this show wouldn't be as popular as it is. Yep. But it's popular because girls never get told the fucking truth. So when two niggas are at a table with 10 fucking bitches in here telling them, yo, this is how men really think. This is how the world really works. What do you mean? That's just your opinion. Misogyny. And you guys get all the fucking viral clips that you guys Misogyny. are getting because women are not used to reality. This show literally shows you guys how women are not used to reality. Facts. And when they're faced with reality, the fucking negative response that they give. That's fresh and fit. That's the truth. Now imagine you as a guy in your home telling your girl the truth. <laughs> here in the studio. Yeah, nigga. I know what I mean. I want to make it very clear, guys. Don't lie to your girl. I'm just saying, put it back on her. Say, hey, you know what? Truth shall set you free. You're right, babe. If something comes up, the truth shall be given to you. Maybe not by me, but the point is like, put it back on her. <laughs> don't don't lie and say I'm a lawyer, I'm a doctor. Don't do nothing that bullshit. Just say, yo, I understand what you're saying. What what do you think about this? Put it back on her all the way. Cool. All right, cool. So now we're on to number four. Round four. I travel a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Translation. Yo. This is your opportunity to show me how well-traveled you are or have the ability to facilitate this expensive hobby for me like others already have. Mm. Make no mistake about it, guys. Nine out of ten times when a girl travels the world and is all over the fucking place, especially in expensive locations that you otherwise would never have access to unless you had some type of disposable income, nine out of ten times, some nigga's paying for that shit. Not her, okay? Now, I know so. oh, well, that's not true. My father pays for my trips, blah, blah, blah. Cool. There are some girls out there that have a father that do that for them. That's true. But that's not all the time. And I would argue most of the time that's not how it goes because most girls don't have a dad in their life, let alone a dad in their life that provides that type of lifestyle for them. If they do, cool. They're an exception to the rule. But most girls that travel the world are in expensive-ass locations. You see a bitch at fucking Tulum every month. You see her in fucking Madrid. Then you see her in London, etc. This chick don't got a job. Nigga, you need to be going. <laughs> Somebody's paying for that shit, okay? It, it ain't her, okay? So when a girl tells you that, that she travels a lot, etc., and this goes again to show you guys the delusion of women don't understand what men are attracted to versus what men, women are attracted to. When they say that shit, it's kind of a subtle flex. And what they're also telling you is like, yo, I've traveled the world. I want to see if you're as experienced as I am. And on top of that, this is what kind of comes with the territory when you deal with me. Can you afford me that same lifestyle? So it's kind of a bait from them to see where you stand in the socioeconomic um, pecking order of can you provide this lifestyle? Are you involved in this lifestyle? Because traveling, right, says a lot about you from a financial standpoint so to a degree because traveling is not cheap despite the fact that some of these fucking people try to sit there and say, oh, well, I backpacked for only $100, blah, blah, blah. Okay, bro, that's cool if you want to fucking backpack in the Philippines and shit. But these hoes ain't trying to go to the Philippines, nigga. They're trying to go to fucking luxurious, cool areas that they can go ahead and take pictures Rome, of and say, look at my lifestyle. Greece, France, Dubai, Miami. Yeah. Islands. So, what's your thoughts on this, Fresh? So... Guys, you know I'm from the islands, right? Island boys stand up. Yes, and sir. it's funny because most girls say, for example, I travel alone. And actually, you know what? But Myron, I travel alone with my tripod. No, no man's paying for it. You're a misogynist. And I say to this as an islander, I lived on an island myself. You know what happens with those girls? You're right. They may travel alone. But when they get to the island or the destination, bro, they're the biggest hoes out. You know why? No one's are judging them. They didn't come with nobody. And guess what? They want to explore. When they explore, guys hit them up. Hey, man, come over here to this bar. Get some good raw dick. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're going to go for it because guess what? They're alone. They don't know what's going on. They showing them a good time. You're going to smash. So it's kind of like, yeah, they can say the argument is, oh, I'm paying for myself. Bro, at the end of the day, bro, in that environment, they're by themselves. I'm telling you right now, bro, 
they're getting dogged out. And look, is it every girl? Probably not. The majority, I'm telling you right now, the travel alone, it's come with a price. And if that's your girl, best believe, bro. Best believe she's not always going to be alone. So she might show you that. But deep down, bro, she's going to some party spot. She's going to some dinner, some event. Someone's going to talk to her. Is she going to tell everybody no? No. She's by herself. So look at that way. Also, when she's in one of these like nice locations or whatever, bro, ask yourself, who's taking this picture? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, like, uh, guys, like, use some critical fucking thinking, bro. When you oh, see man. a girl at a nice location, whatever, she out there at the Paris in front of the Eiffel Tower and shit, like, Sorry. you think she, uh, what? Oh, okay, let me put my camera over here and, like, set it up with the thing and then run into place and take this stupid picture. No, bro, these bitches take a thousand pictures of themselves in the same goddamn position. Trust me, there's some fucking dude sitting there, oh, oh, oh shit, oh, let me take this for you, okay, blah, 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 like, Yo, girls that travel, especially girls that travel alone, a lot of the times, guys, are fucking. That's what it is. And remember the girl that came to Romania to, to visit me? Yeah. So she posted she was in Romania, but not with me. <laughs> just by herself. Yeah, thanks. So I um, just imagine that. She's traveling the world, has pictures all around the world. Is she by herself? Maybe for a second or two, but not forever. Bro, and, and you know what? Little quick uh, bonus for y'all real quick. I'll give you guys a bonus. If you see a girl on a private jet, you see a girl uh, like on a, in, a, in a sports car or any degree, she is 1,000% fucking, bro. 1,000%. Maybe there's that, you know what, maybe 999%, and then that 1% is maybe it's her dad's car if she has a rich dad. But if she don't, bro, that is some nigga's whip. Nine yeah. out of ten times. Girls don't pay for private jets. Girls don't pay for expensive-ass vehicles, etc. because women understand Right, that they don't they don't need to display um a life of luxury to get the opposite gender. They do it to flex on other bitches. So yeah. it's some other guy's shit that they're using. Girls don't pay for private jets, girls don't pay for bottles, girls don't pay for VIP, girls don't pay for fucking expensive exotic cars. That's just how it is. So if you see a girl doing that shit, I'm telling you, some nigga paid for it, and they're more than likely they're gonna want to collect. You have anything on that? <laughs> they're gonna collect all right. Yeah, they're gonna want to collect, bro. <laughs> the fuck. These girls sit there like acting like, oh, no, I don't do any of that stuff, blah, 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 bro. If you see, a, uh, I'm telling you guys, if it walks like a duck, it quacks like a duck, more than likely it is a duck. If you see a girl going to fucking expensive ass foreign locations, she's in sports cars, you see her on private jets or whatever, nine, whatever, you don't wipe those girls. Hell fucking no. You know for a fact they're getting flued out, they're getting fucked, they're getting chucked, and they're dealing with a bunch. And the other thing, too, is that. I'll give you guys a dark little secret here. You guys can get hit with the misogyny sound effect. It is what it is. When girls misogyny. deal with a certain caliber of guy or um, certain class of guy, okay, it's very, very difficult for them to go backwards, okay? A lot of the times, they're not going to go backwards and start to settle until they have to fucking settle. We did a breakdown last week on this where a reform, a, a woman that was a hoe back in her 20s, right? She ends up breaking down, talking about all the dozens of men that she slept with throughout her 20s, etc., and how she thought she was empowered. But then as she gets older, she realizes, holy shit, I was just being a hoe and I felt used and abused, and all those guys get the privilege to say that they had sex with me. That's how a lot of these young girls are right now. They're going through it right now as we speak, guys. The difference is this. Women don't mature until they stop getting attention from the opposite gender. One more time for y'all niggas. Hit me with a misogyny, whatever. That's the truth. Women don't typically mature until they stop getting attention from the opposite gender. So when they stop getting flued out, when they stop getting having to get getting invited to mansion parties and clubs and VIP sections and social situations with very high status men, etc., when they're no longer able to compete, that's when they fucking realize, holy shit, and they wake up from the trance and live in reality and say, fuck, what's going on here? And that comes, that stems from men no longer paying attention to them. They've aged out of the sexual marketplace and now they need to fucking get out the goddamn casino because their chips are fucking down. That's what really happens. So when a girl's traveling the world doing all this extra shit, bro, 
You don't want to wipe those girls up. I'm telling y'all, man, they're doing some shit to get it. Nothing is free in life, and those guys are gonna they're gonna be paying with some dick. But Myron, I'm an independent boss, babe. I can't travel alone. <laughs> like, but, but you know what's funny? What I do know, bro? Like, if I'm on a date, right? I'll ask her, so where have you been to? Like in Miami, outside, where have you been to? When I hear no experience, I'm like, green flag. When I hear I've been to Poppy Steak, a green flag, I've been yeah. to Komodo, I've been I'm like, yo, like Shorty, we going to Wendy's because like you've been everywhere. So it's like <laughs> not experience to turn off. Four, bro. four, four. Like, I'm because guess what? If you're giving out expense for the first time, W. If you're not, you might be the third, fourth nigga, and it's like, bro, she'd been here a thousand times. Yep. You're not doing anything different. And, and, and let me say this too, because we're actually trending on TikTok right now about this. Someone right before we went on air, uh uh a girl sent me a, a TikTok video of us trending, and it's literally us having this conversation where I say, um, girls that travel and girls that have certain experiences are a turnoff. And then I got a I looked at the comments as usual on TikTok. Oh, the insecure, it's giving insecure vibes. Oh my god, Andrew Tate said this too. You guys are massages, blah, 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 blah. Yo. Again, this goes to show you guys the ineptitude that women have when it comes to what it takes to be attractive to a man. Girls are so fucking dumb nowadays, right? Modern day women are so stupid to think that attraction is symmetrical, a.k.a. I want a man who has experience and has traveled the world, etc. So I think men want a woman that, that traveled the world and had this experience. No, you dumb fucking bimbo, because I know for a fact nine out of ten times, unless I got a rich daddy or a rich brother or some other shit, nine out of ten times when a girl travels the world or does certain things or she's on a private jet, an expensive car, whatever, some nigga paid for that. So some, since some nigga fucking paid for that shit, I know he's trying to collect. He's trying to be the Pied Piper and collect that fucking pussy. So that's what it is. When uh, You know a lot just from seeing how a girl moves and what she's doing and how she involves herself. So if she's in sports cars and traveling the world on private jets or whatever, or traveling the world, all this other bullshit that girls think is attractive, it's really fucking not. But this proves my point about what I always say. Women can't handle the truth. They don't know what men really want. They want an experienced guy, but we don't want necessarily an experienced woman. Yet they sit there and say, it's insecure, it's toxic, blah, blah, blah. No, you fucking dumb bimbo. I just know, and I'm intelligent enough to know that bitches don't pay for private jets. Bitches yeah. don't pay for Lamborghinis. Bitches don't pay for VIP sections at the fucking club. And bitches don't pay to go to strip clubs and throw money around. The niggas pay for that shit. And if girls, for some weird reason, let's say niggas cannot pay for any of these luxuries that I just mentioned, right? And only girls had to pay for them. You know what would happen? The entire infrastructure would fucking crash overnight. If we had to depend on the female dollar to pay for nightclubs, VIP sections, Lamborghinis, sports cars, private jets, whatever, that entire industry would crash in a fucking day because women do not spend their own fucking money on luxurious items when it comes to flexing and uh, displaying a certain lifestyle. Nine out of ten times, it's fucking dudes that pay for that shit. And for the girls out there that pay for it on their own, nine out of ten times, that bitch is ugly and fat. All right? <laughs> So if you guys see a group of ugly assholes on vacation together, congratulations. They hit the wall, and they know they hit the wall. That's why they're paying for their own fucking drinks, all right? Women wake up when they pay for their own fucking VIPs, all right? Burn that in your brain. You think I'm, pu I'm going to pull up in the Lambo for charity with a bitch? No. I'm pulling up to smash. You think I'm pulling up in a Rolls Royce with a chick sitting there and look pretty? Nigga, no. It's for a reason. Like, it's not charity, bro. Like, this is, like, real life. So... It's just in a Rolls Royce. You know what time it is. Anyhow. Facts. Next clip. All right. Um, we got some chats here, right? Yeah, yeah. We can hit some of these chats. And uh, welcome, guys. If you guys, guys are just joining into like the Massage Podcast. Uh, Fire content. Fresh holding a massive dookie in that video. Okay. Uh, <laughs> where are we at, Chris? Yep. 15 uh, up. Or these came in from before, right? Yeah. Congrats, FNF team. Keep providing great content. BBC gang, we all the way up. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate that. <laughs> Uh, John Volmer, 100 bucks to us. What are your top five uh, biggest crypto holdings? I mean, we got Ethereum and Bitcoin. We keep it simple, man. Uh, I still hold the first self-castle, though. Okay, shout out to King Life. Uh, 
uh, uh, three diglets, hundred bucks goes. Happy two years, you filthy animals. Thank you so much, Rob. Appreciate it. Supporting all the way. Yo, you might have been at the party, bro. U A L. Um, Johnny Campbell, uh, Ramon Branson, Black Lemur. You better be at the Y'all niggas party, better bro. come, bro. Yeah. Better come on the boat, man. Pause. Yeah, facts, Pause. Yeah. Tell, tell the bitches to their face. Tell the bitches to their face to shake that hole, nigga. <laughs> Get them, three dudes. Get them. I uh, can't wait for this one mil. Going to be dope to meet you all and turn up uh, with all the fellow supporters. Big Mo, what's the weight update, brother? Yeah, go ahead, Mo. Um, Let's check. 72 pounds down, 12 pan sizes down. They're already getting looser again, kind of, sort of. But, uh, yeah. So, Big ups. Nice. Cool. Uh, we Darryl got Blake. here. Daryl Blake goes, yo, FNF, what a milestone two years in and around a month away from one mil. Continue preaching the good word and doing the Lord's work. Thank you so much, Thanks, bro. bro. And then we got, uh, where we at here? Uh, Purple Pill Pod. Congrats on the two years and one mil soon. Shout out to FNF Dallas. Let me know when you're ready to hold this out on the debate stage, Myron. Bro. <laughs> Huh. Michael Mistro, two year anniversary. Thank you so much, much well, Mike. I will say that you're a funny podcast. Yeah. Uh, X, 100 bucks. Thank you so much, man. Appreciate that. And then AV Rabbit goes, uh, Congrats, fellas. Been watching for about a year now. 47 year old businessman from Indiana. And I've been slaying young ladies in their 20s since watching your podcast. Thanks, guys. Keep it up. Absolutely, bro. Like go. I said before, all we're doing on this pod is waking you guys up to your natural tendencies and letting you know not to be scared to fucking be a man. There's nothing wrong with wanting to, you know, have money, have hot, young, attractive girls, have cars, uh, be a masculine man, be a dominant man. There's nothing wrong with that shit. But society sits there, tries to indoctrinate you to be a fucking pussy, to think the female way. Oh, that's toxic behavior. That's cr- controlling behavior. You, that's Marvin? insecure behavior. It's against, you shouldn't be acting like a man. It's really toxic of you to not want to date girls that are hoes. Fuck that shit. On this podcast, we tell y'all niggas, don't commit to fucking sluts. Get the young girls that are attractive, that don't have a bunch of dick on their fucking brain all the time because they've been ran through a billion years go ahead and be that toxically masculine guy that women come to learn and fucking love because i'm telling y'all women love guys that have boundaries and standards and guess what they will sit there and try to vilify boundaries and standards as being insecure being toxic or all this other fuck shit no you're being a fucking guy with a backbone that's willing to stand up and tell girls no most girls are not used to hearing the word no. So when you tell them no, it turns them on. And guess what? Now you start to get yeses from girls. But what the society tells you is, yo, just say yes, keep saying yes. And guess what happens when you keep saying yes? The girls close their legs and tell you no. All right? So we're telling you guys to go against the fucking grain and become the attractive guy that you fucking want to be and don't tolerate bullshit for women and society and the left and all these other fucking pussies that are scared to stand up against the mainstream media fucking sheep. All right? We're based on this side of the internet. So enjoy us while you can, because we might get canceled. Nigga. I don't fucking know anymore. <laughs> that is true. Uh, all right. So next topic. Next yes. one. All right. Uh, so now we're on. Uh, number five, I believe. Number five. So we're halfway through this bitch. Um, okay. I don't want you for your money. Translation. Okay. I want you for the characteristics it took to make that money, but the money is icing on the cake to show you off the talk. Should you lose money, I will begin the clock towards breakup, even though I said I don't want you for money in the first place. Guys, <laughs> I've said it before, I'll say it again. Women aren't necessarily attracted to money. They're more attracted to the characteristics it takes to make a lot of money. However, okay, don't let them fucking fool you saying, um, you know, I don't care about money. They still do. So if you lose that money, what's going to happen is that fucking shot clock is going to go off. And the hotter the girl... 
the less time you have on that shot clock, okay? Because there's always guys offering up penis, right, with their thirst trapping of, look, I'm on a private jet Lamborghini, whatever. And it's only going to take a matter of time until she fucking leaves you, all right? So what I am saying is that girls are hypergamous and they're attracted to the traits it, take, it takes to make the money. But if you're a simp and you have money, it ain't gonna matter. They're gonna they're, they'll tolerate you. They'll just tolerate you. They'll deal with you to get what they need. And then just like the example I gave earlier, they'll go with the fucking chat that actually turns them on. Mm -hmm. I'll just say this, man. Um, just being on Instagram, being there for like a couple of uh, months, being at the status, it's funny because people say all the time, girls love money. Guys, to be honest with you, girls don't know how much money you make. They see your lifestyle. So true. You're you're giving them an option to say, you know what, he has a good lifestyle. I want to be a part of it. Now, when it comes down to money, she's going to see how you move, how you operate, who you're with, what you do, and she's going to determine, okay, cool. This guy's of high value status. I want to be there. So you bragging and saying, oh, I make a million dollars a year or I make 200K this month. It's an L. So because what's happening is you're saying to her, cool, you know what? I'm lower value. I have to tell you how much money I make so you like me. That's an L right there, guys. So off rip, girls don't like you for your money. They like it for your lifestyle. Now, that being said, at that dynamic that, 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 you're, that you're looking at now, if the woman is coming to you, right, and saying, I don't care about your money, think about this. If that's the case, why isn't she with Tom and Harry that are in the same class as her, maybe making the same amount of money as her? Why is that the case? So I'm just saying, look at it as cool. She may not want the money specifically, but she, does, but she doesn't want the lifestyle. So either way, it's still going to have a burden on you to be a guy performing. Because if you mess up, guys, if you lose all your money, if you go broke, I'm telling you right now, bro, she might say to you, babe, I'll be here for you forever. No, she won't. Once the money's gone, <laughs> the lifestyle's gone, she's gone too. So I said that to say, guys, screw yourself. Make sure that you're good to go always. But at the same time, understand, it's not about the money, it's about the lifestyle. Yeah. And, and also, you know, a lot of girls have a very terrible concept of how money works in the first place and like what what it actually costs to live a certain lifestyle. You want to know why? Because women don't pay for fucking private jets or any of these luxuries I told you about before. They really have zero clue yeah. how much it typically costs. So that's why a lot of guys are able to cap and girls think guys have money because girls are not intelligent enough to understand, oh, he doesn't have a credit card. He's probably broke. They think, oh, he's paying everything in cash. He really got it like that. Yo, I know so many scammers and guys that rent cars in Miami. Yeah. Flex of Rolls Royce and Lamborghini. Yep. Just, like, just like me. Yeah. But like, it's not theirs. But yeah. girls are like, oh my God, Rolls Royce, Lamborghini, yeah. pick me up. Unless a girl's like financially astute herself, right? Nine out of ten times, she's not going to know. That's why guys are able to cap and like these scammers and these flexors or whatever. They're able to get chicks off of images and smoke and mirrors alone because girls aren't able to detect true indicators of wealth from guys. So, yeah. And the other thing I want to tell you guys, too, because a lot of you guys are like, well, Myron, that's not necessarily true. I lost my job and my girl stuck by my side, etc. There's levels to this shit, motherfucker. Yeah. All right. So let's say you're with a bad bitch. All right. And, you know, you lose your shit and you be, now she's in a provider position or whatever, bro. You got like 10 seconds on the fucking shot clock. What do I mean by that? You might have one month, two months, but she's going to be gone after a bit. If you're with an average looking girl, you know what? Might be college. You might have 35 seconds on the shot clock. You know, mm -hmm. if she's good looking, but not the greatest or whatever, maybe you have 24 seconds on the shot clock NBA. But the point I'm trying to make is, is that shot clock starts to tick down because now what you've effectively done is you put her in a masculine more position and you put her in a breadwinner position or a leadership role. And what happens is girls are not comfortable in that fucking role, guys. All right. And to give you guys an example, let's say I told y'all niggas you need to start wearing heels. Well, you, that was shit would hurt your feet, wouldn't it? You wouldn't want to do that shit long term. You're like, what the fuck? This is uncomfortable. I don't want to fucking do this shit. That's exactly how women feel 
when they have to be put in a breadwinner position and take care of your dumbass. They can only do it temporarily, all right? And the more attractive the girl is, the less likely she is going to sit there and be in that provider position for you because there's so many other fucking guys that will sit there and whisper in her ear, you deserve better, I can take care of you, blah, 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 blah. The hotter the girl is, the more hypergamous she can afford to be. And guess what? They will be more hypergamous when they're hotter. Yep. That's why you guys look at women from Colombia, Russia, etc. These chicks, they be the most hypergamous. These bad chicks in Miami that be from these countries, they be the most hypergamous. Why? Because they fucking can be. They can literally go there and be like, I can get any guy I want. I'm going to go with the best of the best that I can. And that's what happens when women are very attractive, guys. So, again, I'm not saying that um, that money doesn't matter. You know, I'm not saying that. Or, or I'm not saying that women only love money. What I am saying is that they love the traits it takes to make the money. So if you do lose the money, that fucking cl shot clock is going, and now she's in a breadwinner position or an authority position over you nine out of ten times, especially if she's got to work and your dumbass isn't doing anything, and she's going to start to lose attraction for you. That shot clock is beginning, so you better learn. That's why it's so important to learn what it takes to be successful, become successful. So if you were to lose it all, you'd be able to get it back versus a lot of these guys. I can't tell you how many simps I know here in Miami, for example, that made their money off of crypto. They made their money off a of trust fund. They made their money off their fucking parents or whatever the fuck it may be. And, and they, they lose it all. don't know how to deal with girls. And they don't know how to deal with girls or whatever it may be. And they never learned the traits it took to actually be attractive to yeah. make that money. And the girls just use them for fucking money, right? They just use them. Hey, pay me $1,000 to hang out. These idiots don't understand anything. They made the money when they were young. Okay, sure. And they give their money away. As soon as that money's gone, they're done because you never learn any of these attractive traits. It's like the rare candy analogy I tell you guys. If you were using rare candies on all your Pokemon, well, they're going to be weaker than Pokemon that you actually went and fought the Leaf 4 with a million times. Same fucking shit. Girls want guys that are tried and true and have experience, like we said before, and money is a byproduct of that said experience, all right? It's funny because um, my trainer is friends with Ocho Cinco, right? If you, you guys don't know, definitely know who that is. And he did an interview talking about like money and how he bought fake watches. And I was like watching it closely. And he said, for example, you know, I'll wear a fake watch. But girls don't know that. I'm Ocho Cinco. I could wear whatever. And it's like, <laughs> if you become that man of status and that man of value, it doesn't matter what you do. The lifestyle will dictate how she sees you. And that perception, guys, goes a long way. So... Hey man, you worried about how much money you're making? Tell her how much money you make. It's an L. But live your life, become successful as a byproduct. They're coming to you. Bam. Yep. All right. So let's go into number six now. We're halfway through, guys. All right. Almost there. Chad, right? So this this is number six. Woo! I'm saying Chad, but let's say let, <laughs> insert name of a male individual here. Male hit on me. Insert location: work, club, uh, walking the dog, etc. Okay, so if she says anything along the, line, the lines of, of a male tried to hit on her or give her some type of attention. Translation. <laughs> men are paying attention to me. Be, uh, uh, pay attention to me because other men are, and I'm not sure how long I can continue to suppress my three or four tendencies in this deregulated sexual marketplace where I have zero consequences for exercising said three or fourness. Holy! <laughs> I'm going to say that one more time for you guys so that you guys can really burn this in your fucking brain. Chad, hit on me, insert location. Translation, pay attention to me because other men are, and I'm not sure how long I can continue to suppress my three or four tendencies in this deregulated sexual marketplace where I have zero consequences for exercising said 304-ness. Guys, I can't tell you how many times a girl has been with a guy that was good. You know, maybe he didn't give her all the attention in the world because he was busy, you know, chasing his purpose or whatever it may be. And she left him because, you know, he just wasn't, everything that she wanted she goes out into the more sexual marketplace she ventures off realizes that all these guys are going to do is pump and dump her not take her seriously and then the next thing you know she's like fuck 
I left a good guy. And she tries to get that fucking guy back, but he already got another girl. And the reason for this, guys, is because I need you guys to understand the marketplace that we're in and the 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 the, the temperature of the marketplace. The temperature of the marketplace is essentially this. You're special. You deserve the best guy. You deserve the best guy that gives you every single thing that you want, and you deserve to be happy no matter what. And there's a guy out there for you. The grass is always greener on the other side. What does this societal um, statement basically tell women? It lets them exercise their hypergamy, and worse yet, it lets them live in a delusional state that there's always a better deal on the other side. Okay? And girls, a lot of the times, have to fight themselves internally to stave off that hypergamy right? That better, bigger deal that they think is out there and stay loyal to you. And this is why we tell you guys, don't date girls that put themselves in precarious situations. Don't date girls that like to go to nightclubs. Don't date girls that like to go on ghost trips. Don't date girls that like to go ahead and put themselves in situations that might fuck up the relationships. Why do we say this shit? Because we live in a world nowadays where women are incentivized, damn near encouraged to be sluts and exercise their options. And not only that, we have a bunch of modern day conventions that allow women to do this shit while simultaneously not letting you know what the fuck is going on. And if you try to figure out what the fuck is going on, you're considered toxic. So what we got going on right now in 2022 modern day society is we got a perfect storm, okay? That allows women to exercise their hypergamous nature with zero consequence and you're the fucking victim in this situation, and no one gives a fuck that you're the victim. Men are considered expendable in all areas of life in the world nowadays, especially when it comes to mate selection. So what I'm telling you is you need to even the fucking playing field. You even the playing field by dealing with girls that don't put themselves in shitty situations like that. Am I telling you not to date girls that go to the club or in such or whatever, like in general, or have sex with them or casual relationships? No, I'm telling you not to wipe these girls up and give them a last name. That's what I'm fucking telling you, okay? So... When a girl says stupid shit like that, what that basically tells you is she's an attention whore, she likes attention from men, and she's one step away from potentially wanting to go ahead and exercise the, this, uh, this new found attention from other guys, and you're not giving her enough. You don't want to wife up attention whores, because when you do, it's never gonna be enough. And that's another reason, too, why we tell you guys... You don't want to take girls seriously that like to thirst trap on their fucking Instagram because they will never get enough attention, all right? They're fucking addicts to it, and you don't want girls that are attention whores, all right? And this comes a lot of times from girls that what? Don't have a strong masculine figure in their life, don't have a strong father in their life, they didn't get that male, that necessary male energy, etc. That's why we tell y'all, yo, get with a girl that isn't lit like that on Instagram. Why? Well, because it says a lot about her without having to say shit. When a girl doesn't have a big Instagram profile, she doesn't put sexy pictures of herself all over the internet, it tells you a lot about her character. She understands. Damn, my image matters. Damn, I don't really like all these random guys giving me fucking attention. Damn, I don't need to be on the internet like that because I need to preserve what the fuck I got so that a guy can take me seriously. These, uh, This is a good mindset to have for women. However, we don't incentivize women to think this way. We incentivize women to go ahead, explore their options. Grass is always green on the other side. Yeah, uh, you know, un, un, uh, unhinged hypergamy, etc. So you got to be intelligent enough to understand that these girls are not good long-term partners. Now, are there girls out there that are attention whores that you could wife up and potentially be a good wife down the road? Of course. There's always going to be exceptions to the rule. But I'm telling you guys what the probability is versus what the possibilities are. On this podcast, we go off of probabilities, not possibilities. All right? So I'm putting you guys in the best position to win. Get a girl that's not an attention whore. Get a girl that's not going to give you inevitable headaches down the future when she's always fucking talking to a bunch of random niggas that you don't know about. Yo, Sleep well at night knowing that your girl isn't going to fucking embarrass you guys, all right? Having a bad bitch that's an attention whore is not 
worth the headache of people telling you all the time, yo, I saw you grow here, yo, I saw you grow here, blah, 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 blah. You don't want that shit, man. I'm telling y'all, man. It ain't fucking worth it. You need to be out here chasing success versus your girl's lottery. So this begs the question, Perfect. how do you keep your girl? Because attention, you can never give her enough attention. I mean, like, you're only one person. And matter of fact is, you don't know how much attention she actually needs. So the question is, how do you keep your girl if she needs attention? And it's funny because if you're a man of status, a man of value, you're busy doing stuff. You're busy working. You're busy working on your passion, your purpose. And you can't give her that much attention. You can give her when you're free, but all the time. So girls that go out and they look for attention from maybe parties, clubs, events, even private parties is like red flag. And I'll give you guys a story. So I was at a club with a celebrity here in Miami. Uh, I won't say his name. The song Unforgettable. Unforgettable. But we're at a club, right? At a table. And there's a bunch of crypto guys across from us at another table. So it's us, the celebrity, some guys and some girls. And the next table is some crypto guys that made some money for crypto, right? One of the girls is looking at looking at us the whole time, right? So I'm next to this celebrity. I'm here uh, just chilling and we're vibing, right? So the girl walks over to our table. Someone offers her, offers her a drink, pulls her in. She walks up to the celebrity and says, hey, I'm a big fan. I love your music, da-da-da. And he's like, yo, what's your Instagram, right? Gets the Instagram. Okay, you hear the people saying, you hear the people, yo, that's her man's probably or whatever. Got Instagram, right? So then she's like, oh, I got to go back over there, blah, blah, blah. She walks, she walks back over. We're all, we're all looking like, yo, bro, like, this is going to go one or two ways. Either she, she can with us after or, like, they're going to just, she gonna leave with us right now. So long story short, she goes back to, to her man, whatever, and the night ends. I know we're all loading up to get go on the bus to like go back to the spot. So she comes to the to the spot with us, and then I was like, "Yo, what, what happened to her man's?" So what happened was, we found out later. She told her man, "Oh, um, well, you know, I'm gonna head home because I feel kind of sick, but Bruh. the artist was trying to hit on me, and I told him no." Nope, bro. He got her Instagram with Damien the whole time to come to the crib. Yeah. But she told her man, oh, that chat tried hitting on me, but I said no to him. Huh. It was already over, bro. It was already a wrap. Stop the cap. If you're going to tell him at that point, yo, he's hitting, he's hitting on me, it's for, it's for a reason. And think about it this way. If she says no to that person, I guarantee you, there's way more people that hit her up that she said yes to. So it's like, bro, how do you keep your girl in that scenario? And... All you can do, bro, is work on yourself. So like you, you can't really like stop it. All you can do is become the best version of yourself, you know, become better every single day. And to give it 1,000 with you, bro, like you can't stop it. But to minimize this, 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 you find a girl that's actually worth anything, is not, she's not going out all the time. She's not partying. She's not being a, a degenerate. She's actually working on herself to become better as well. Like, like Myron said earlier, you can't expect to change a party girl to your girl because that right there, bro. Instead of for failure, so there you go. So fresh, uh, they smashed. Nigga, how would I know? <laughs> I mean, I mean, obviously, but like, I'm I'm not in a room like they're watching, no. but like, she came to the crib, and what happens after that is legendary. Yeah, the fact that she even showed up is is fucking L in itself. That's a fucking. I, mean, I was like, right there, bro. It's like, dude, if you just sat in the club and watch people watch, if you were sober, the shit you would see, bro, would change your mindset, bro. I'm telling you, bro, it's crazy, bro. I'm yeah. sure that night for her was. Unforgettable. <laughs> That's actually pretty funny, bro. That's actually pretty funny, Chris. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank but yeah. You. All right. Um, so uh, number seven, and uh, we got here. 
<laughs> this is actually a very funny one. It's giving, insert, misogynistic, toxic, insecure, small dick energy, who hurt you vibes. All right. There we go. Translation. (laughs) Your masculinity is very strong and very apparent. It challenges my frame. Please don't fail this test and let me punk you. I can barely pick what I want for lunch at my favorite restaurant. Don't leave this important decision to me. Gentlemen. (laughs) (laughs) What do I say? I'm going to say it again. Women are very bad decision makers in many things in life. And it's very difficult for them to make decisions, especially decisions that are very important to their general future. Okay. There's a reason why since the beginning of time, arranged marriages were a thing, because if you leave a woman to her own devices, she picks the guy that turns her on and arouses her. And a lot of the times these things are not good for a long-term relationship. They pick the bad boy instead of the good boy, who's going to be a good, dutiful husband to them. And it's not until they wake up later on in life and their values diminish that they realize that the good guy was the guy that they were supposed to get with the entire time. So, What I mean by this, guys, is do not change. It kind of aligns with what we said from before. If you trigger a girl or you say some shit like, yo, I don't appreciate this or I don't like this and you have boundaries and they try to shame you for you having boundaries and they try to say some bullshit about that's insecure, that's toxic, blah, blah, blah. Fantastic. What you've essentially done is you've challenged her status quo mindset with the matrix thinking like, oh, I should be a strong, independent woman and I can do whatever the fuck I want with impunity and I can walk all over this guy. Fuck no. If a girl wants a relationship with you, that comes with standards, boundaries, and what? Fucking requirements. There's nothing wrong with you demanding uh, having requirements of your girl. If she wants a relationship with you, guess what? She's got to have certain things in place. Because you best believe, guys, if a girl meets a guy, she has requirements. She wants to be six feet tall. She wants to make money. She wants to be confident, ambitious, in shape, an authority figure, uh, fucking good with kids, have a dog, etc. Clout you know, status. That, that's clout status. They want a million things from you. All right. So there's nothing wrong with you having a couple things that you want from her. All right. Even the pickiest of guys don't have nearly a, a fraction of the requirements that the least picky of women have. Even the even the women that are the most liberal with what they will accept in a man still have a ridiculous amount of requirements that even the most pickiest of men don't even come close to. Men are simple, women are complex. So since men are simple, guess what? Our requirements have way more weight. Most guys only have three requirements. Don't be a fucking slut. Don't be uh don't be fat, be attractive and friendly. That most you'll pick up most guys just off of this. But it's amazing how so many modern day girls don't even have this shit in place. Mm. So what I'm saying is this. Do not concede. If you have requirements, stay on those fucking requirements. Don't sit there and be a little bitch. Oh, uh, you know, if, if for example, you date a girl and you're like, yo, listen, man, I like you, but typically I don't take girls serious that, you know, like to go to girls trips or whatever. Uh, you know, and I, I'm not going to tell you that you can't do it. You can do whatever you want, but I just don't commit to those types of girls. You fucking put your foot down and you stick with that shit. Well, that's really insecure. It's giving like small dick energy vibes. No, it's not. I just have requirements. You, we'll, we can still see each other, whatever. But if you're going to be my girl, I don't commit to girls that do this type of shit. Done. And then she can pick and choose what the fuck she wants to do from there. The ball's in her court. She doesn't. She. The thing is, is that you're holding her to a standard for once in her fucking life. Because most guys accept anything from women. You're going to be that motherfucker that says, no, I have standards. And guess what happens when you do that shit? You instantly become more attractive. Okay. If you want to work at a prestigious law firm, you're not going to go to your your interview with a fucked up suit on, no resume, breath smelling like fucking alcohol, hungover, looking like shit. No. You want to work at a prestigious law firm, guess what? There's a million other people waiting to get interviewed. Okay? You got to come in dressed. They're all sharp. They went to Harvard Law School. They went to Dartmouth Law School. They know what the fuck is going on. You got to be on your A game, right? 
You need to be the same way as a man. Women are employees, men are the employers. Why? Because we're the ones that give out the rings, we're the ones that give out the relationships. So therefore, you need to act like a goddamn employer that's worth working for, okay? And how do you do that? By having standards, all right? When you have standards, you be, your value goes up. When your value goes up, more people wanna apply. When more people wanna apply, guess what? You start to become prestigious. Same fucking concept for you as a guy. A lot of you fucking idiots will sit there and give your commitment to a girl that doesn't even deserve it. Fucking hoe, been doing some stupid shit, vagina smells like fish, and you wonder why she don't respect you. Because you don't even respect yourself. Committed to girls that don't deserve this shit, all right? If you go into a job interview, and you dress like shit, and you look like shit, and you get a job, you ain't gonna take that job seriously, are you? You're not. But if you go and you want to work for the FBI, for example, and they polygraph you, they take you a six-month process, 12, uh, to six months to 12 years, you got to have a clean background. They do a fucking background check on you, and you got to get a clearance and you do all this other shit. Well, guess what? You're instantly going to start to take that job more seriously because you have to bust your ass to get that job, and you have to go through a year of background checks. That's how you need to fucking be when it comes to selecting a girl. She needs to go through a goddamn background check. All right? That's when people respect shit, when they have to work for it. That's how it goes. That's why most women don't respect most of you motherfuckers, because you guys don't respect yourselves. Well said. You said a lot there, my friend. I'll just say this. If you're a guy, right, and we'll go all the way back from, like, school. Let's say you're in school, you want to be a doctor, a lawyer, or someone in status, right? You spent all your time avoiding crazy parties, focusing on yourself, learning to become, become a better person, and studying most of your days. You spend at least, let's say, five to 10 years working on yourself. You got your degree. Now you have a job, right? And then you go to your job and you're like, well, I put in all this work. Here's my requirements. Here's what I want. And they tell you what they want. And you, you negotiate. So it's about negotiation. So it's kind of like you worked on yourself all this time. So now you have standards. You have actual requirements as well. And once they're met, then you take the job. Same thing with girls. It's like you, she wants to be your girl, right? You're the employer, like, like Myron said earlier. So imagine you spent all the time working on yourself, sweat, blood and tears, struggling, not getting, not getting laid, all that stuff. For her to tell you, oh, fuck your standards, bro. Like deal with it. No, you're a man of value. So if that's who you are, why sell it for less? And your standards are important as well. So we're just saying, look, at the end of the day, if you want to have a girlfriend or a girl in your life, at least she should be able to say, you know what? Damn, this guy's worth the value. I'll concede on some things. It's negotiations. If she can't negotiate with you, then she's a terrorist, bro. Leave her. <laughs> we don't negotiate with terrorists. Leave her, here. bro. <laughs> 100%. So that's what it is, bro. All right. Number eight, guys. <clears throat> I intimidate men. <laughs> Translation. I have masculine tendencies I'm not willing to admit and or change regardless of my poor pool of candidates that cannot quench my newfound hypergamy due to my own status increase. So, guys, when a girl tells you that I intimidate men or whatever, a lot of times this comes from girls that are hyper successful, hyper masculine, competitive, assertive, dominant, etc. Uh, might make money. Um, and what you got to understand when girls say that a lot of times it's a defense mechanism to um, kind of curtail their own self guilt because they know deep down that these things aren't attractive, which is why a lot of guys are not taking me seriously. So what they say is they say, Oh, well, the reason why is because guys are intimidated by me. But the reality is, is that men are not attracted to masculine women, just like women are not attracted to feminine men. For example, if I ran around here and wore a dress on Saturdays and heels on Sundays and girls didn't want to give me a chance and date. And I said, well, these girls are just intimidated because I'm prettier than them. 
I would sound very stupid, wouldn't I? Stupid. However, women use this logic all the time and think that it's okay and appropriate for them to be masculine and men should accept that shit. Whereas if I was a feminine man, they would never accept me. But again, female logic never makes sense. Hence, they're not logical creatures. So you got to understand this. When a girl's extremely masculine, right? And hyper successful, et cetera, that's great for her, but it doesn't benefit you, which is why men don't give a fuck about a woman's success most of the time. The only guys that care about a woman's success in her income capacity are guys that women aren't attracted to in the first place that they can go ahead and, yeah, that they can siphon the money off the girl. So what I'm saying is this. When a girl says that, understand more than likely you're going to be dealing with a somewhat combative, masculine, non-agreeable woman, which is fine. Those women could submit. However, just know that you're going to have to become a better man than her. You're going to have to be even more masculine. You're going to have to really be confident, and you got to have strong frame. Because when you deal, deal with girls like this that are inherently masculine, they're going to test you a lot. Okay? Some of you guys have more tolerance for testing than others. Some of you guys fail should test every single time. Some of you guys pass should test every single time, which is why I tell you guys, in general, you just want a naturally feminine, submissive woman. You don't really want to deal with these masculine-ass girls that are boss babes that you have to sit there and tune your masculinity up every time you fucking deal with her. It's a headache, bro. It is. You know, most guys don't want to sit there and have to fucking uh, have to tame a masculine-ass woman. Right. And you should feel and there's nothing wrong with that, because guess what, motherfucker? If you wore a dress on Saturdays and you were feminine as fuck, she would not tolerate you. I promise y'all, nigga, she would not tolerate you. So there's nothing wrong with you having standards wanting a feminine woman as well. Just know that when a girl tells you this shit, more than likely she's going to have some masculine traits. You need to prepare yourself. So here's a problem that people don't think about when it comes to masculine women. Right. And it's so funny because they'll say I'm independent. I'm a boss, babe. But they're still a woman. So here's the problem. They're emotional. So imagine a woman that's masculine, not afraid to say whatever she wants to say, and will even hit you in public. Now, at that point, her being masculine, being uh, emotional, it can be turned on like this. So we're just saying, look, guys, in this scenario, actually, you know what I do? When I hear, oh, niggas are intimidated by me, or like, oh, my boss, but I said, cool, I got you. I'm going to come into this scenario saying, I'm going to get what I want, and I'm going to dip, because I already know it's going to be a headache. So, oh, frick. I know it's fucked up. Yeah, hey, I know it's fucked up. But I know what I'm getting, getting myself into. So I'm just saying this to say, guys, that like in this scenario here, guys, you gotta understand that like it's a it's an L for you. Don't even try it because what happens is if she gets emotional and she's masculine, I'm telling you, bro, she might do some shit that might fuck you up. And at the end of the day, guys, like your safety is very important. And you know, in public, when you're even 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 at your house, emotional women that are masculine, bro, it's a red flag, bro. Run for the hills. So. Yeah, you need to after you smash. <laughs> All right, uh, number nine. Oh wait. Oh, do you have anything? Wait, you got you got two more? Yeah, I got two more. I was gonna do my two. Oh, those are those are the bonus ones then. Yeah, we'll use yours as bonuses. Oh no, we don't we don't have time. Okay. All right. I don't party like that. I I, I can run through these, bro. We can we can squeeze it in. All right. I don't party like that. <laughs> Translation. However, I still partake in day drinking, wine with friends, social events, dive bars, exclusive get-togethers, and other social situations where alcohol and socializing are the cornerstone. When I say I don't party like that, it means I don't go to traditional nightclubs often. So this is a play on words, guys, because a lot of the, the what they're going to do is they're going to interpret it through their like their mindset of okay, partying is like going to a club, like actually raving, blah blah blah. But they're not going to tell you about all the social situations that they go to where alcohol is being served. There's the social situations. There's Reed. other pop people of the opposite gender that are sitting sit there trying to get with them. They're going to literally look at partying as like an actual party is being thrown. And the reality is, girls are way more social than you guys are, and then they also have access to certain situations that you would never even fucking think of. All right, like a girl that's attractive, bro. 
I'm telling you, man, she go and she lives in a major city. She's going to have opportunities and offers to go to search uh, certain exclusive events, social gatherings, whatever, with some of the most powerful men in the local area that you wouldn't even fucking dream of, bro. That's just how it goes when you're an attractive girl. Life is on easy mode when it comes to socialization. You know what I mean? Listen, man. So just keep it thousand with you, bro. When I hear that, you know what I think? All right. Shouldn't parlay like that. Shouldn't go to clubs. But there's private parties. There's events. And speaking of events, guess who's, who's in town right now? Drake. Drake. Yep. Yep. So what happens is Drake. all the girls that don't go to clubs or whatever, <laughs> guess where they're going? Drake's party. Drake. So they might not be at a club per se, <laughs> but they're at a party. They right. went to a restaurant. They went to Sexy Fish. <laughs> exactly. That's not a club, right? So so we're saying that to say, guys, nobody's safe, bro. At the end of the day, man, like, you got to understand that, like, he's going to tell you what you want to hear. And like Byron said earlier, bro, break it down. If this is the type of girl that you're going to be dealing with, know what it is and don't fall for the tricks. All right. And then we're on to the final round right here, man. Final round. <laughs> yeah, that, that happened though, bro. Like, I was with, I was with the other fresh, right? And he's like, "Yo, bro, I don't know why, but whenever these girls see I got a drink party, they want to pull up and they don't come to clubs." I'm like, "Yep, that's yep. why." Yeah, because it's private. And that same girl will say, "I don't party like that." Yep. Yeah. yeah. So guys, stay woke, king. Stay fucking woke, <laughs> it's just man. Hilarious, bro. Yeah, because when they say that shit, they think of like a traditional nightclub. I don't go to traditional nightclubs or whatever it may be like that. They but don't, don't go to social situations. They don't want to be seen. That's what they. Really and here's the other thing too, because Toronto Real News posted that shit, bro. Uh, he had a party. I think it was at Sexy Fish. He had his party. Yeah. Right here in Brickle, down the street. Bro, there was like 100 girls waiting outside. The waiting line. You know what the funny part is? All those girls probably have 50 to 100 niggas in their DMs that they don't pay no fucking attention to. Yet they're waiting out line in a fucking dress, uh, showing their uh, fucking right up on their ass cheeks, waiting to get into a club to see a rapper that don't give a fuck about them. Let that sink in, guys. Well, Let that sink in. She doesn't respond to your fucking DM, but she's at a club waiting to get in to see a rapper that doesn't give a fuck about her, bro. Well, to be fair... You might care about one or two, but that's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, guys, we're on to the final round right here. This is the last um, – um, as you got – actually, no, I should recap too. So today's episode, guys, is 10 uh, female phrases that are decoded, womanese, a.k.a. manipulation phrases. All right? So number one was um, – I'm looking for my best friend. Translation, I want you to let your guard down, be vulnerable, and concede leverage. Number two, I miss you slash hey stranger slash hey big head. Hey, big Translation, head. I miss something you provided that I'm currently not getting. Uh, number three, you can be honest with me. Translation, I want the truth so I can properly allocate my feelings or sex some elsewhere should you give me a response that will compromise me. Four, I travel a lot. Translation, take this opportunity to show me how well-traveled you are or have the ability to facilitate this expensive hobby for me like others already have. Number five, I don't want you for your money. Translation, I want you for the characteristics it took to make said money, but the money is icing on the cake to show that you walk the talk. Should you lose money, I will begin the clock towards breakup even though I said I don't want you for your money. <laughs> Number six, Chad hit on me someplace. Translation, pay attention to me because other men are, and I'm not sure how long I can continue to suppress my three or four tendencies in this deregulated sexual marketplace hey, or have zero consequences for exercising said three or fourness. Number seven hey, is giving small dick, toxic, insecure, misogynistic vibes. Translation, your masculinity is strong and very apparent. It challenges my frame. Please don't fail this test and let me punk you. I can barely pick what I want for a restaurant, let alone an important decision like this. Number eight, I intimidate men. Translation, I have masculine tendencies I'm not willing to admit and or change regardless of my poor pool of candidates that cannot quench my newfound hypergamy due to my own status increase. Number nine uh, was, I don't party like that. Translation, however, I still partake in day drinking wine with friends, social events, dive bars, exclusive get-togethers, and other social situations where alcohol and socializing are the cornerstone. When I say I don't party, it means I don't go to traditional nightclubs often. Now, final round right here. Final round. I'm not talking to anyone right now. <laughs> Translation. 
I'm currently having sex with a regular in communication with five to 10 other men purely for attention, but I don't count any of them because they are merely placeholders. And I only consider it talking to someone if I want them to be my boyfriend. Stay woke, Kings. I mean, that's pretty self, self uh, explained. Uh, yeah. Guys, um, when a girl tells you I'm not talking to anyone, she's saying that so that you don't potentially disqualify her as someone that she, she that means she, number one, she likes you. Number two, you could be a potential candidate. And then number three, all those other orbiters that are in her orbit, she doesn't give a fuck about them. And she's not counting the guy that she already has sex with because one body that she already had sex with, she don't count that shit. All right. So when a girl says, I'm not talking to anyone right now, or if she does say I'm talking to someone right now, what that means is that that guy is the only suitable candidate that she's taking seriously for some type of commitment. Okay. That's what she really means. But a girl's never not talking to somebody, bro. That's a fucking, that's cap. But just by them existing, someone is trying to talk to them and hit on them, and they're entertaining other guys. The difference is, is that girls put guys into categories when they talk to them. Some guys go into the attention-only friends, uh, attention-only zone where they'll never get any real responses. Some guys go into the friend zone where they provide some kind of utility, but they're never going to get sex. Some guys go into the, um, I've talked to him before. He's a safe bet. I, I, you know, I don't want to collect any more bodies, so I'll fuck this guy again. And then there, the last pool is these are the actual suitable candidates, my, which may only be one or two guys. Okay, that they see potentially something with. That's how it goes, guys. Girls put guys into buckets that they deal with because there's so many. They got filters for you niggas. All right, that's the reality. That's how many options the modern day girl has. They have Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, TikTok, in person clubs. I mean, bro, on some level, someone's talking to her. So if you fall for that phrase, bro, you're stupid. You're dumb. Stupid. Cool. Fair enough. Um. Anyway, guys, like the fucking video. You want to hit the speed round with the bonuses? So bonuses here, guys. And these are kind of like um, behind the scenes, like top G shit, man. So if you know these, bro, you understand. Like well, the fucking video because we're giving you all an extra sauce. And then we're going to go ahead and have a nighttime show. What time are we going to have it, Chris? Uh, 10.35. All right. Cool. The, girls, the girl just got here. So. Oh, so real quick, these last two bonuses, guys. A real man will do this. <laughs> Typically, <laughs> this is your average single mom rhetoric saying, for example, a real man would buy me and my kid a trip to Disney. A real man would actually pay the bills. A real man would stand up, step up, and be a set daddy. And it's like, bro, that's not real man. Anyhow, so typically single moms and women who want something from you use this behavior as a way to gaslight you to say, you know what? If you were a real man, you would help me out. And as a result, you guys fall for some of you fall for all the time. It's like, bro, stupid. Like, stupid. Obviously speaking, bro, like you're a real man because you have a penis, bro. <laughs> you know, it's just stupid. Anyhow, we got a video to play that kind of highlights this actual topic, guys. And Chris, you bring out if you don't mind. Yeah, the literal translation when they say a real man would do this, whatever, you can translate that, guys, to I want you to compromise your morals or standards to some degree so that you can put yourself in a vulnerable position so I can have leverage. They're right? not just challenging your ego. They're challenging They're challenging your masculinity when they say that shit, right? Yeah. And a lot of the times, nine out of ten times when she says a real man would do this, it's because she hasn't done something on her end that deserves that type and of chat. treatment, and you're not giving it to her, so therefore she's going to try to shame you and say, yo, you're not masculine because you're not doing this, blah, blah, blah. And what it does is it hits your male ego, and you're like, well, your immediate response, your knee-jerk reaction to that is, well, no, I am actually a real man, so let me go ahead and do this for you. And it's like, no, bro, don't fucking do that shit. It's reverse psychology. Don't be an idiot. She's playing into your uh, a fragile point for you as a man, challenging your masculinity, all right? And your job as a man to be masculine is to stay the fucking course steadfast okay women have to deserve certain types of treatment from you you can't just give it away all right uh we got the video 
Uh, Page not found? I think the video's gone, bro. Yeah. Uh, see, look at that. The Matrix what attacks. What the hell? The so, Matrix, is, Matrix no attacks, way, bro. bro. They took it down. Yeah. Took no it down. way. Dude, how would they know, bro? I didn't even show the video <laughs> yet. Dude, there's no way. Hold on, hold on. That's Yo, too, too base for the internet, man. Misogyny. It's still here. No, no. It's, it's, hold on. I got it. I got it. All Chris, right. Okay. All right, Chris, well, they took that one down. We, yeah, they took one down, but I got another one. We got right. it, bro. We got it, man. God damn. I was about to say, like, yo, the Matrix attacks. Guys, while we uh, pull up this video for y'all, number one, like the video because we're going to have to do a back-to-back here uh, for the after-hour show. I think we got all the, of the uh, ladies here. Um, no, uh, oh, Chris. Yeah, what's up? You, you can't be on your account because because uh, he's not following them, so he, he can't see it. Ah. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. It's fine. Fuck it. Just go to the next one. Damn it, bro. I want to show you guys really bad being, but it's fine. All right. Last one is, sorry, I fell asleep. I did pick up the phone. My bad. I'll call you or text you in the morning. Okay, so let me get this straight, right? That's, typically, she's out with someone else, or she might have fell asleep on some dick. But the point is that, like, this is funny mention because girls would be like, yeah, well, um, sorry, I didn't respond because I fell asleep. And it's just like, your phone's always with you. On some level, it should kill or ping you. Now, what happens typically is that if your girl or your girl talking to, right, says this to you, one of two things is happening. Either she got a better offer or she actually is going over her friends. She doesn't want to tell you, but as a result, going over her friends, things happen as a byproduct. So we're just saying, bro, if you're talking to the chick and she randomly falls asleep at like 9, 9 p.m., unless she's a nurse or like a freaking doctor, bro, it's an L. Wait, so, nurse. Yeah, nurse. There you go. So, guys, real talk, man. She fell asleep. All right, on some dick. You stupid. All right. So there you guys go, man. We gave y'all twelve common uh, phrases that you guys got decoded in the womanese. We translated to English for y'all. Mm. Um, all right, real quick. There's a snake in my bo- in my boots. Freshmire, Chris. Would you guys? Uh, this is from before, Chris. Yeah. Fifteen up, right? Yeah, before. Okay, Freshmire, Chris. Would you guys upload a ton of uh, censored, uncensored content from the one mil party to Patreon? No. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that. Cal L, this this ain't OnlyFans, bro. Congratulations on two years of Prince of Barbados, Myron Punished, Bad Behavior, Mamba Mentality Gains, Producer MVP Chris, and MVP Engineer Mo. This is the number one podcast in the world. Much love from Canada. Hashtag we the best. Yeah, bro, we are the fucking best. And like I said before, man, we're going to be right up there. Well, I think we're pretty much there right now. We're like the Joe Rogans, the No Jumpers, etc. man. We're the number one men's podcast. I know that for a fact. No one gives you all more value when it comes to making money, entrepreneurship, getting girls, being attractive, maintaining frame, uh, bringing on different guests from different parts of uh, different disciplines. And uh, yeah, man, this is a podcast for guys to fucking literally be able to finally be able to say what the fuck is really on our mind. Because in today's day and age, guys can't be guys. If you are a guy, they sit there and try to suppress you or say you're toxic, or you're a misogynist or this other bullshit. Listen, we're not misogynistic. We're realistic here. We operate in reality. Michael Trollstein, congrats. Thank you so much, bro. Uh, congrats uh, for the team for two years. And that's from Boosted uh, Coyote. And then we got here, uh, Ever Blazer goes, this is a man's world, but it don't mean nothing without a woman and a girl on the side. Shout out to FNF family. Absolutely, bro. We teach you guys how to become more attractive to what girls want. Happy two-year, uh, fellas. Uh, supplying great content and always entertaining. And the Chris Rock said, men can't go back sexually. Women can't go back in lifestyle. Stay woke, Kings. That's very true. <laughs> Before you guys, I thought I was losing my mind. Thanks to you guys, the world is much clearer, and now I have direction. Congratulations on two years of hard work and dedication. Fresh fit will last every wheel falls off. Last until every wheel falls off. Here's some more success. Hopefully we don't get canceled. Who knows? Paul Williams. Hey, fellas. Uh, keep up the great work. I was making 200K at 21 and 22. Quit to go to flight school and have been doing that for six months. Should I keep spending my saved cash or should I take out an subsidized loan and hang on to that money? 
Appreciate it. Uh, well, you're always better off using other people's money, but it comes down to how long do you have to repay? What's the interest rate? Whatever. That's a very complex question that uh, you know is it needs to be very uh, heavily thought about to make sure that you don't put yourself in uh, crippling debt, guys. You got to be intelligent. All right. Not all debt. I mean, well, most debt is bad, but there is some debt out there that's good. You know, real estate debt, whatever it may be, where someone else is paying it for you. Uh, cool. I think other than that, guys, we got some lovely ladies in the house. We're going to go I, ahead and do after I got a video for you guys, man. Oh, you got the video? Okay. So give the people the preface on the video real quick before we play it. Okay. So we mentioned earlier, a real man will do this and do that, right? So typically speaking, gaslighting happens with women a lot of times. So men fall for it because, oh. All about like gaslighting men. Cool. Here we go. So this video here, guys, check it out. And all about like gaslighting comments. men and making them. Hold on. Give me one second. Oh, Chris. Stupid. But, um, but yeah, man. Uh, I just want to find it because like this highlights so so well how much we use this to their advantage, and this is like crazy how guys fall for it. So here we go. All right, is it a TikTok video? Yeah. All right. Letting men and making them feel so insecure, and when you make a guy feel insecure, then you can ask for what you want. So first, so for example, um, if you want to get like a necklace or a bracelet, oh babe, you. You, you can't afford you can't afford that right now you gotta like get on his ego first and then you ask like oh i i really want this gift does that ever work though like you make him feel like first and then you ask for what you want if you really like a guy do you want to make him feel like sh no technically you're not making him feel like it's just like a little part of him that yeah so that's crazy though bro yeah and 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 that's you guys got to be able to read that bro like i mean honestly a red flag is anytime a girl asks you for a gift or tries to get something Anything. out of you like finances or whatever that's a fucking red flag you already know what time it is man like uh she trying to finesse she don't respect you whatever because if a girl really does like you and respect you she's not going to ask for shit like that because nope. she knows deep down that's going to be an l for any type of guy that she actually wants to pursue something with all right so if a girl does that shit right and wants you to kind of like you know just spend money on her off rip Bro, that's Turn auto, on, bro. automatically, she belongs to the streets. and she shall return to it. But anyway, guys, um, we'll be back here with, with some guys with some lovely ladies, man, after our show. Uh, like the goddamn video. We love y'all. We'll be right back in about, what, call it, Chris? 30 uh, minutes, 40 10, minutes? 10.30, yep. 10.30? Cool. Later, guys. Peace.